Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday night Citizens Against Harmful Technology conference call. I'm Neil Chevrier, your moderator for the evening. There are many people targeted in the U.S. and other countries with electronic weapons and organized gang stalking. It is our mission to expose this technology, the people using it, and claim our right to the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness for all people. It is also our mission to give empowering knowledge and support to the many under duress from this illegal, inhumane program. Please use star 8 on your phone to request being unmuted if I have to mute the whole room. If you have any questions or comments, and I'll unmute you. If you are unmuted and you're going to make background noise, use star 6 to mute yourself if you have background noise. And then you can hit it again to unmute yourself when you want to interact. The podcast is every Sunday night at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time till about 1.30 in the morning. You can log on to w.talkshoe.com and put in the call ID 139-744 if you want to join the chat room or listen from your computer with or without calling in. Please don't put your phone on speaker as it causes a delay when you are unmuted. Uh, if you've got yourself muted, then you can use your your speaker on your phone and it won't be a problem. It just creates an echo. The views of the callers are not necessarily the views of COT. You will find many kind, supportive people on our calls and a variety of people that need to express their frustrations and perspectives, too. Please be kind to each other. Have tolerance and patience with each other to help facilitate our progress and fulfill our mission. Remember, it's the diversity and unity of our group that brings empowerment for everyone. Keep in mind the motives of the, those perpetrating these crimes and the technology they use to divide, conquer, and control. Their typical strategies are diversion, disinformation, and, of course, negativity. Much of these effects are from frequency warfare and thought control being implemented on all of us to cause these undesired effects. It is through compassion and mutual effort that we will accomplish our goals. Be part of the team. Be a targeted warrior individual and spread the truth far and wide so positive change can be implemented. I'll do my best as your moderator to make sure everyone gets their turn to share tonight as long as it's in the best interest of our progress and mission statement. Talking endlessly, changing the subject, and interrupting break the flow of healthy interaction. Uh, please avoid that. When we get off track on a good topic, it takes some of the the good energy out of out of what gets to be shared for everybody. Get in the flow. Be polite and considerate so we can have a productive call. If you have an emergency situation and need some help, uh, feel free to to interrupt if you need to or just wait for a turn and 
we'll do whatever we can do to help you out. Please remember others are waiting to share too, so get to the point and allow any topics being discussed to finish before starting a new one. Thank you. Well, here it is. You know, if there's enough people on this planet that don't support what they don't choose to support, and that's really done on a deeper level. So a lady mentioned, you know, 5150 and, you know, the the whole intimidation thing of, oh, they could put a label on you. Let, let me tell you, if you have conviction and you have a little bit of material, when the cop asked me, uh, do you guys have any kind of mental history? And I said, no, but we do have a website that explains all this that, uh, what is it, 560,000 people had looked at Skizit's original website that got hacked about six months ago or so. And I was standing there with a booklet in my hand, so having some reference material, he totally changed his tune. But if you feel intimidated, then it's putting you in a state of fear. And, and this is really what it all boils down to in our lives and our thoughts and what we say and what we create is if you're not in a state of fear, then you're in a state of love, caring for everybody, and you're not intimidated. When you're not intimidated, those kind of things don't happen. I mean, obviously, if you go run naked down the freeway, a cop is probably going to come and harvest you up and throw a blanket around you and ask you why you're doing that. Go to a nudie beach, you know. I mean, that's just asking for trouble. But in general, so much of this is about intimidation. And so if I go out and I got a chip on my shoulder and I say, Um, You know, I'm expecting somebody's going to be standing there with their smartphone at the door of the grocery store, or they're going to be standing there when I come out, they're going to be behind me in the line when I'm checking out. You draw that to you. And and this is the big thing uh, that is happening on the planet, is many people are saying, we don't choose to support the 1% that have been stealing from everybody for centuries. Yeah, right. As a a matter of fact, we see that universal law says that eventually what goes around comes around. Well, what is it about? Why does it take so long to come around on people that have really done a lot of bad things to a lot of people? Where are we putting our thoughts? And there's a lot of information that's really showing that uh, something happens about every 26,000 years. And the mathematics behind that is showing that that it's now. It's happening now. And there's been some courses of events in the last, well, since um, 1987, that some things are changing. So, so what does that really boil down to? We're in the midst of frequency warfare. And the warfare is to hold us back, to keep our thoughts in fear. So if you find yourself in a situation where you feel intimidated or you don't feel in control, just take a a look at your thoughts. And by changing your thoughts, you can change your reality quite a bit. And, And I've proven this too many times over to myself to say, if I go out with a predisposition that somebody's going to bother me 
when I'm out and about and aim their phones at me and, you know, end up being connected up to their network that causes me a body full of pain, invariably that happens. But when I do the fake it till you make it thing and say, I'm not a T.I., everybody's a T.I. and nobody's a T.I., I don't choose to be bothered. I'm not even thinking about being bothered. And it's it's in those times when when you're just looking around and, you know, maybe there's a patch of blue sky where there's no chemtrails or a, a beautiful family together just, you know, doing their thing and, and they're just sweet and you just observe them. The nice things in life, when you put your thoughts in a different place, your reality changes. Okay, so as individuals by realizing where we put our thoughts, not choosing to be intimidated, even though we've been challenged, and and putting our thoughts in, I have just as much right to be here on this planet. And as a matter of fact, I have just as much right to say the food that we eat, the, the air we breathe, and the water we drink, mm-hmm. is we choose it to be clear and clean and good for everybody. And we care about the future of our of our children. So now what we can do collectively is just, just let's see if I can find this background noise. Okay. Wow, that was pretty intuitive. Hit it the first time. Um individually we can create our own reality if we claim the power to say this is what I choose and hold to it. The problem is we have past experience. As adults we've been through a lot of things in our life and so when you wake up in the morning and you're just starting to wake up maybe you've been off in a a dream that was pretty okay or, or really nice and you didn't even want to come out of it. And as you're coming out of it, you, you're you right in that in-between state. And that's like a really vulnerable time because it's where you can choose or not choose what you choose to create. And so as you're waking up, there's this little black briefcase with all this really heavy garbage that's your past history. Well, that past history isn't really meant to harm you today and this is where the power of be here now is and as simple as that sounds it's quite a challenge to say okay uh yeah when i was a little kid i put my finger on the burner on the stove and my fingers got burned so now every time you see a burner you remember that pain and associate that with something that harms you well, that's not what the memory is for. The The memory is to say, don't put your hand on the burner, stupid. You remember what happened when you were a little kid. And so then you can look at the burner as something that's really cool because it makes food for you. Mm-hmm. So, so by association, the difference is if you choose to be in the state of fear in all of the, the experiences and memories that you have, sitting in that briefcase in the morning, all that stuff attaches to you depending on how your perspective of looking at it is. So if you say, well, those experiences gave me wisdom, 
and based on that wisdom, I can choose some pretty good things to create in my life. Now, I mean, when you really think about this, and it's not easy, it takes time, but to strip away the things that, that don't serve you and to understand that our memories don't have to plague us with all the fears of, oh, I don't want to go there. This is what happened to me the last time that happens. The kind of people that say, oh, well, those kind of things always happen to me or I'll never win. Those are the people that bring that to them. By asking yourself, what would love do in this situation? Am I being in a state of love or fear? When you're being in a state of fear, you're dropping your frequency, which is what they're trying to do to the whole planet. If we were all walking around barefooted in villages and the earth was resonating at 7.83 like it's supposed to be, then it's like getting a natural tune-up that resonates with every cell in your body and the water that's in your body, which being mostly water is really important. So when I say frequency warfare, it's everything that they do to intimidate you and and bring your thoughts down. Um, The discipline of paying attention to detail, and and this is from years of experience. I don't have it mastered yet, but but I, I notice the difference in saying, what do I choose now? And I've said this on a few other calls, but here's the, the truth. The power of the word is so big. What you think and then what you say is what you create. So if you say, I want this, I am trying to get that. I hope I get this. I wish this would happen. I'm on my knees begging you, God, please put me in a better situation. All those things are putting you in that state of wanting, trying, hoping, wishing, and begging. Now, by saying, I choose to create this, I'm going to go out and have a beautiful day, and nobody's going to bother me. I'm not even going to think about these people trying to intimidate you to drop you out of love, which is very empowering, and focuses into a state of wishing, hoping, trying, all that stuff. You're you're not creating what you're really choosing. So by choosing the word choose, that's the real power in creating what you'd rather create. Now, now for each one of us to become disciplined enough to really watch what I'm saying here, then you're like a little lighthouse going, oh, well, I choose to get everybody reading labels in grocery stores and saying, oh, my God, this stuff is garbage. I'm not putting this in my body. That can sit on the shelf until hell freezes over. Nobody's going to buy it. And then the food industry has to clean up their act. If you think about the the 1% of people that have ruined our planet, making plastics, running cars on, on toxic fuel that we don't even have to be using, we could be using hydrogen and other means for for all of our power sources and transportation. Even telecommunications doesn't have to be harmful. 
wireless technology could be put into frequency ranges that wouldn't hurt people. But th this disregard, I mean, just to rub it in your face, this one really gets to me. The banks can loan out money, and they only have to have 10% of what they loan out. Can somebody hit star six on their phone so I don't have to look for the background noise? Only up to my pet. Like we got some static oh, going on. Is that better? Oh, I lost you now. We got static somewhere. Can somebody check their phone? And it sounds like it. Could be on purpose. It's about six. I don't know what happened. Okay, so what what we can do collectively, if each person is being a lighthouse by saying, I don't choose to support these systems. Somebody hearing their static there, or is this a? Yes, I hear it. Trying to find which one Sounds it like is. Sounds like somebody cooking dinner. <laughs> Sounds like what? Somebody cooking dinner. Oh yeah, maybe so. So, so what the the real battle is that's going on is so frequency related, and Tesla had had said a phrase about this. If you understood the importance of everything being in frequency, and then realized that your high frequency as often as possible not only has an effect on your life but has an effect on the whole world, and and this is what's happening now is that. Those that want to control the planet and use us and steal from us and then throw us away when they don't need us anymore are trying to keep us down. This is the thing that they are most afraid of. And we can change the course of events by practicing discipline in our thoughts. And we've been purposely diverted and taken away from having the time to have quiet time where you just sit and, and think about the things that I've said and then try it. Uh, practice it for yourself. This isn't something that I'm trying to convince you of at all. The proof is in the pudding. So taking, taking notice of um, things that you would be afraid of that are a trigger to you. You know, maybe you get butterflies in your stomach every time you see somebody with a smartphone. Um, because they may be hurting you or their phone may, being, may be being used by this network to hurt you or monitor and keep tabs on you. Um, by having discipline in your thoughts and seeing those little thoughts that come up and, and then making a confirmation in your mind and, and even saying it out loud when you're in a position where you can, to say, no, I don't choose that. I don't even care what the appearance of the situation looks like. I don't choose that. 
and and they do these things to us, you know. I mean, I remember back in 92 building a house and hanging over the roof rafters, getting ready to cut the tails off the roof rafters, and I'm holding a pretty heavy skill saw, and I'm at a, a hard angle, and if I move wrong, I'm going to slip off the roof. Um, but the thought that they put in my head is you're going to run that saw across your leg, Ooh. and you're you're going to bleed to death. And I just went, what? Uh, and I said, I don't choose that. And things don't happen when you, when you get challenged with these subliminal thoughts that are to keep you in fear and disempower you by saying, I don't choose that. And and I say not. Just cut it off. Cut off the thoughts they're putting in your head. Oh, that person's going to bother you. The cops are going to haul you off and throw you in a psych ward and drug you and strap you down and and do rude things to you. Just say, I don't choose that, and block that thought out of your head. Eventually, you get a discipline because you are seeing good results by doing what I'm talking about, um, that you'll be watching your thoughts and go, oh, uh, a little fear thought just slipped in. I was going to go to the open mic a couple of weeks ago to play guitar on stage, and and all of a sudden, all these thoughts were coming in. You're going to get a flat tire. Your vehicle's going to stop running. When you get there, he's not going to have a plug for you to plug in your signal processors and your little guitar amp. All these things, and I just went, shut up. I'm going to get up on stage and I'm going to play and everything's going to go just fine. And so I get there. The vehicle didn't stop running. I didn't get a flat tire. I got up on stage and saw that there was plenty of plugs for me to plug into. I even had a bad chord go into my guitar and, and the guy had an extra one and said, oh, here, your your cord's bad. And I said, oh, well, it's probably 20 years old. And sometimes they break inside on the connector. So just by blocking out the thoughts and, and then picturing collectively, these banksters are going to prison. We are getting our military-industrial complex back. Anybody in the banking industry, telecommunications industry, food industry, every kind of industry that's doing anything less than what's in the good for all people are going to be exposed under the spotlight and handled accordingly so that they can't hurt people anymore. The more of us that are thinking these thoughts on the planet, we can make this happen. This is really important. And and I thought about it and I just thought, well, you know, you can talk about technical stuff and what's happening to us and how it's being done. Uh, I don't even think as a group collectively we could learn enough information uh, in a lifetime to be able to figure out all of how they're doing this. There was a high security clearance guy that said he had been in the room where all the highest technology was and told the person he was talking with that you wouldn't even be able to, to comprehend how how far ahead we are. We, we have to reclaim our power. And by doing this individually, 
you know, just picture being in a room full of darkness and there's all these dark people and they're sneaking around and they're doing each other wrong. And you be the lighthouse. And when you walk into the room, your one little light would be like one LED flashlight and it would bring enough light on the situation to say, oh, there's the person that's stealing from everybody. There's the person that's doing this and doing that and let everybody see them. Well, when you have more than one person walking into all these rooms, which is what's happening collectively in the world now, the truth is coming out because a lot of people got fed up enough to say, you know what, if I have to give my life to expose this rotten truth, I will. And there's enough of those people that all these little lighthouses are adding up to a bigger light. So probably the most empowering thing that I can give you is to really pay attention to your thoughts and realize, yes, we could all say that we're victimized by what happens collectively. We all have to go put gas in our cars to make it run unless we convert them to hydrogen, which isn't super expensive to do. Um, but we don't have to be victims just by by changing our thoughts first on an individual basis and then being with like-minded people, which, which is probably, you know, a lot of the power in having these calls that we get is the camaraderie of we don't have to sit there and explain what's happening to us and wonder whether people will think we're wacko or, or believe us because we all know, you know, that we're all going through these things. So, Pay attention to what you choose to create and realize that they want to keep you in the fear and, and the victimization. We don't have to be victims. We, we can literally say, choose again. This is, this is what I choose now. And, and take your wisdom that you have and, and use that too. You know, I mean, there's, there's something sweet about the innocence of a child that we all love just seeing how so many things in life to them are a mystery, but um, there's something about the maturity of an adult if your memories aren't affecting your your present time in a bad way. You can say, well, that happened to me, but that made me pay attention. Don't put your finger on the stove because it'll burn you. So it taught you the lesson to not burn your finger again. Be careful and use a stove for what it's good for doing. It's that way with everything in life. People you choose to be around you, what you choose to put in your body, <clears throat> which is another important factor. Um, that from what I understand, they can actually make you have cravings. And so... You know, there may be times where you just get this thought in your head, I really want, you know, cookies and ice cream and cakes and, and all that stuff. And, you know, I mean, that's part of the sweetness of life to have some of that. But if it becomes out of balance, then you're not taking care of your temple. So you slam a bunch of sugar in there, you get a buzz for a little while, and then your blood sugar goes wacko and you crash and become a grouch because you didn't know, back it up with some good food. Yeah, I've had a craving for sweets. I've had a craving for sweets. It's been really bad, but I had that pill of oregano in the house, and 
um, it's supposed to take it away. And I, I did the two drops in my coffee yesterday, and I don't have that craving as much today. That's good. I mean, you know, parasites can cause those cravings, too, from what I've read in parasitology. Um, everything that we can do to cleanse out our temples that we call our bodies is going to help us in our state of mind. So, you know, for those who want to get heavy metals out of their bodies and, you know, don't let the dentist put those silver amalgam fillings in your teeth ever. There's I've like, got them. I've got them, and I don't know what to do about it. Well, there are dentists that will remove them, and, and you can have them removed, and then you can have them put in some kind of a, a composite plastic material. And then you could turn around and do the ion detox to get out any of the residual mercury. Yeah, well, and, I'm afraid to go to the dentist because I heard they've been putting um, uh, nanotechnology, whatever, in people's mouths when they're working on them. Well, they are. I mean, they're putting implants in, in people's teeth and, you know, up in their jaw and all that. There's no question about it that it, that it is happening. At this point, technologically, I'd say... Magnus Olson's probably right. Over 80% of the population has got some kind of an implant in their body. But the more that I read about the nanotechnology, I'm really seeing that if they would have had that before, that's what they would have used. But they didn't have it yet. So depending on your age and location and what they wanted to monitor or do to you, some of it was experiments, uh, to monitor people for just about all their whole lives. Uh, as the technology advanced, uh, so did the means and the methodologies of delivering them. So, you know, it was pretty impressive to see an implant that folds up and fits inside of a, a hypodermic needle, and then when it gets in the body, it unfolds and becomes functional. But nowadays, from what I'm reading, the, the nanotechnology is, you know, smart dust and quantum dots and, and the carbon nanofibers being wiring systems that, that actually have instructions to go to certain places in the body and do certain things. So it's, it's beyond experimentation now. It's a complete polluting of air, food, water, soil, everything. Uh, done on purpose, and now it's for us to undo those systems, which is what I'm in the process of of seeing what I can prove. So, send good thoughts my way. Um, that this turns out to be a viable protocol that we can strip the sheets off this nanotechnology, and then hit it with a an EMP, and disable it and be disconnected from those systems. Yeah, well, I've been thinking about, um, you know, I've approached people with, with that diagram that, that was on um, GMN Ken's um, website, and um, it's a diagram that shows where they put the nanotechnology on a person's body. It's one page, and it, it discusses um, the torture effects of all this stuff, and I've showed it to some people and they can't handle it. They really can't handle it. 
so I I decided to go um, towards fighting the chemtrails, and it's not in your discussion. Uh, Neil, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, uh, I uh, was thinking about driving for Uber and uh, throwing my smartphone in the trash, but it's one of the things that they require. So um, you think that's a safe thing to do? Well, I mean, you can take the battery out of the phone when you're not using it, and that is a help. Uh Uh-huh. Um, even as a driver? What's that? Even even as an Uber driver, if I'm not using it, I can take the battery out of the phone. Well, I think you have to communicate with your, 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 um, some way for them to get in touch with you so you can pick somebody up and drive. Say that again. Hello, Neil. I think you have to have a Hello. phone with you for communication. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, that's Hold on. true. Let them, let them finish this up. Mm-hmm. Cabbies, cabbies have um, two-way radios usually in their cab. But since the cell phone generation has come about, They'll be calling you on your cell phone instead of a radio. So, you know, um, there's a lot into driving for a cab because driving driving as a cab driver because you have to have that communication. Well, I just dropped off that that customer. I'm free. Have you got anything else? You know, you're not going to be able to do your job without your phone. Hello. So, what was the particular job that you have to do that you need your phone? Um, well, she wants to drive for Uber, Uber, whatever it is, and they—they're just like cabbies, taxi drivers, and you have to have a communication. So she's going to have to have her phone with her. Oh, I see. <clears throat> well, not using a smartphone is a little bit better. Yeah, you could probably get one of those little flip phones. They're still around. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they want you to be able to have, you know, go by directions, map directions and stuff. I've been thinking about the same thing, except I don't trust it because I've had them put me to sleep at the wheel. And I've had them we go blind behind the wheel. Yep, they can do it. But aren't those Ubers like smart cars anyway? No, it's your own car. You drive your own car with Uber. Oh, okay. I thought it was there. Which they are expanding. Released the other day where they're trying to make it where. There's just women drivers, and that's to pick up other women, so women feel safe in vehicles. There was an Uber driver that went nuts. There was an Uber driver that went nuts, remember? He he um, yeah. 
Let's say that. Randomly, went, randomly shot six people. Oh, I didn't know about that one, but right before there was one that beat up the guy in the back seat or no, the guy in the back seat beat up the driver. That's what it was. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was a high profile executive and had been drinking and all of a sudden decided to beat up this cabbie. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to do that. I work in a grocery store, and they get at me, and I think it's through the Wi-Fi. Hello? Hello. Do do the customers Uh, harass you? I I have a question. Oh, Because basically, I I mean, I already, I I feel like I'm being outcast even in the targeted community. Um, I, I have no help. Like, I don't have anybody. I don't have anybody. Not a family member, not a friend, no one that I can rely on at all. I was asking a question. I sent a package last week. Everything I send out this point, I send it certified mail return receipt because you, my mail is being tampered with. Everything is being tampered with. I ordered a package from Amazon. Um. That was I paid extra so that it could arrive on Friday, and they claimed that it was placed in my mailbox. You know, when I checked the USPS site, it says it was delivered, and when I checked Amazon site, it says it was delivered. But when I go to my mailbox, the package is not there. I'm checking also, according to the labels that I have from the post office, I'm checking for a package that I sent to cop. Um, which also had a money order in it as well because I'm I'm spending money on this stuff. You know, I, I spent fifty dollars on that package or whatever, and I do not have it at all. So I sent money for for cot for a uh, membership and for you know protective shielding, and um, I, I have no idea. I mean, basically, I looked online. I just checked the number, and they said something about they attempted delivery, but but no one was there or something to that degree. So I don't really know what they did with the package because with it being certified mail return receipt, they're not supposed to leave it unless someone signs for it. Right. Well, I'll tell you one thing. There's uh, barcodes associated with stuff that's like certified mail, Um I had a set of headphones that I had bought through Amazon or eBay, and they didn't show up, but they showed to be delivered. So I went down to the post office, and it turns out that that barcode, when they enter it in where they deliver it, actually shows the GPS location. Well, it it turned out that they had delivered these headphones to a dishonest neighbor, Uh, I don't know if it was on my street or not. I think it was, but the bottom line was they were able to look in their records and see where the thing was delivered, that it was delivered. And so they went to the person's house and said, we have a GPS that shows that you received this package, and it wasn't your package. And the person had to come forward and give me the headphones. That's cool. It was cool. They were they were not cheap either. It was for recording. I'm really tired. Like I feel like I cannot get any help at all. I cannot get okay. help. No matter okay. how much proof or evidence okay. or whatever oh, I have. Oh, oh, 
okay, okay, listen, honey. Take a couple of deep breaths, all right? And and realize that we all go through this and don't panic over it. Don't panic over it, okay? Yes, that's so loving to tell her. We all go through this too. I'm I'm really tired. <laughs> okay. Where are okay. you? Still my What state? Yeah, where are okay. you located? Um, Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Okay. She's got a. They had meetings. Uh, in Neil in Ohio. She's got to get with the ties off. Yeah. Are you getting newsletters that? show the buddy list and where there's meetings that happen. If there's anybody on the call that's from Ohio, um, speak up and let's do a little bit of networking here. I know someone in Ohio that's, uh, well, she's been a target for like 15 or more years, but she hardly ever, ever calls the call anymore. Um, she's one of Jehovah's Witnesses, and um, I met her via uh, one of Derek's calls one night. I just happened to call, and she was on there. Uh, I can I can try to get her to contact her, contact my neighbor here, because she's not like me. She seems like she's really by herself. Like I might be sleeping in my car soon. Um, well, how about Derek? Give it Derek's number. Never by yourself, self, but. <laughs> But if that's okay, you know, if that's okay with her, I can ask. I can ask uh, Rhonda. Her name is Rhonda. I can ask her, you know. I have her number. I can ask. She's she's a mom. She she has a grown daughter, I think, and a grand, she's a grandmother. They, they turn everybody against me. It doesn't matter if it's the targeted individual or not. I don't know like, what lies they're telling on me or whatever, but they turn everybody against me. It doesn't matter. I wish I was there to like, hold your hand. I wish I was there to hold your hand because I was in tears. In fact, I haven't even been to my Bible meeting in the last two meetings. In fact, I missed the day, too, but I... It was a lot of tears and sadness. Like, but then I turned, I turned around, my friend, and started thinking about others too. You know, there's some others. We're not by ourselves. We see we have this phone line. I started thinking about the things to be thankful for. It took a few days to get past it. Uh, so tears, you, you, you're not new to tears. You're not the only one crying. It's all of us have gone through it, man, female. So hang in there. I paid this lady who is an accountant. She, I know her from church. Um, I paid her over two hundred fifty dollars or whatever to do my taxes. She bought my taxes all up, and she did it deliberately because you know she's been threatened or coerced or whatever. And so she messed my taxes all up. And when next I time, I hate to interrupt, me, but next time I'll tell you go to uh, AARP. All of you guys can go and have it done for free through the library. I'm sure they do it there in Ohio and other states, too. I'm here in Texas, but I always go through there. And I noticed one time I went back and somebody had changed my account number. They switched the last two numbers. But if you go through them, you're more likely to get, at least you won't have to pay anybody. But get it run back through. Don't give up. Who's that that talking right now? Isn't there a buddy list? Doesn't Derek have a buddy list? 
I'm I'm in Texas, Houston, Texas, and we're okay. I mean, we've had a bad flood, very bad. What's your your name, I'm I'm a mute. We can talk about that later. I'm a mute. I'm Elaine. Okay. Name's Rob. Hey, Rob. And I have a person in the chat room that's offering her phone number so that you could talk with her. Are you still there? I'm here. The lady that was crying? Oh, sorry. Cool. Is she... Disconnected her. Ohio, Ohio. Are you still there, Ohio? I'm checking the chat room now. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and check in there. Were you already on the chat room, or are you just loading it? Yeah, I was already in there. Okay, just just look under Peace Player, and you'll find a phone number there. And this is the thing about intimidation. Let me tell you all just how powerful how your thoughts can be. I hope I didn't tell this story already. If I did, just stop me, and I won't do it again. Well, I was in a pair of shorts and a tank top on a 105-degree day in Northern California, and a a friend came over, and he said... uh, I need to get my car from a place that I parked it on a guy's property. Would you run me over there? And I said, sure. And so I go into this field in my Chevy Nova, which is pretty low to the ground, and I'm driving through two-foot-tall grass. And I ran into a tree stump that you couldn't see, and it ripped. It ripped the cross member of my transmission and twisted it and pushed the transmission up into the body of the car so I couldn't shift. And so the guy's sitting there, and he's freaking out, going, oh, my God, how much is it going to cost me to (coughs) your car? And I said, you know what? Just think good thoughts, and something good will happen. So I get out my jack, and I jack the car up, and I get underneath it, and I'm thinking good thoughts. And I look, and the way it's twisted, if I undid two bolts, it would allow it to shift and come back down so that I'd be able to get out of there. So I did, and it shifted. And then he said, oh, my God, it's, you know, twisted, bent metal. It's ruined your cross member. How much is that going to cost me to buy one and have somebody put it in? And I said, again, think good thoughts. And so we're driving, you know, back towards uh, home. And I go, I'm going to stop in the junkyard and see if they have any Chevy Novas in there with a cross member. Mm -hmm. And so I go in there, and they did. They had a couple of Chevy Novas, and he said, you can have the cross member for five bucks. Oh. oh wow, that's a story. The the guy the guy gratefully paid the five dollars, helped me put it in, and it turned out that he was getting ready to go on vacation and he thought he was gonna have to cancel his vacation to pay for my damaged car and, and I said, This is an example of what a good Emily friend Bob. taught me by what you think. So what I'm saying here to the lady in Ohio is the appearance of things can put butterflies in our stomach and make us feel afraid and be intimidated. 
And the reason that they're doing this to us is because it makes those bad things happen. And, you know, we we may not free ourselves from the collective mess that humanity's in right now as individuals completely. But what you can do individually by changing your thoughts. It was just like what happened with the headphones. These were uh, special headphones for recording and I really wanted them, and they were expensive to buy them new, and there was one pair used on eBay or Amazon. And then when they didn't show up, and I hit the tracking number, I just went, oh, it says it was already delivered. And I did. I just thought good thoughts. And I called up the post office, and and the manager answered, and I said, you know, here's my situation. And he said, um, I'll, I'll get back to you on this. We have a way of tracking where the package went. And then he explained it, that somebody was less than honest and didn't give the package back when they saw that it wasn't for them or anything that they had ordered. But because of their GPS capabilities showing where it was delivered to, they were able to to get it to me. So. Yay. I used to work at the post office. Neil, was the uh, package that that woman had, did she insure it? Still there, Ohio? I think that when you do it certified, um, I think you automatically get $50 worth of insurance. Um, Yeah, I think that's automatic, but... Still, I had a money order inside that was worth more than fifty dollars itself. Um, it's just the thing is, like I can't, I, I cannot make a move. I, I would not be able to just call the post office and have this resolved. Um, the same way that my package from Amazon, they claim it was placed in my mailbox, and it was not. You know, I'm like in a, a small town here. And all these people know each other, and they are basically <laughs> just wreaking havoc in my life. So I can't trust anybody at the post office, at the bank, at the credit union, anyway. <laughs> anyway, like I, every two steps I take, I mean, even in the, the grocery store and everything, and I know that, you know, this is not just exclusive to me. I know that other people are experiencing things, you know, wherever they go and stuff, but I cannot. I, I'm just telling you, I have no... Uh, this I don't know. It's just every move I make. I pray every you see somebody doing. You, you have somebody to, you have that to town. Oh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Sweetheart, you have to hold your head up, and you have to show me. Been. Wait a minute. Listen to me. You have to hold your head up, and you have to show these people that they don't bother you. All right? But, Ignore I mean, at this them. point, this is my money no. going down the drain. You know, that, right. like I said, that was the package that was $50, and then the package that I sent that to That is cut. part of the targeting that does happen. Listen to her, though. Let she say, go. hold your head up. We all let, put our head down. But let, listen to her. Let it's it encouraging. Let it go. Just let it go. Take it with a grain of salt. Let it go. Hold your head back up. And just go forward and protect yourself. Don't talk to these people. They're not your friends. If something happens at the bank, you tell them you're going to go to the banking commissioner of the state 
and complain. I, I, I get shut down. I've already gone to Consumer Financial Protection Board or whatever where they were tampering with my account, trying to make it look as if I'm doing something fraudulent or whatever, and they are the ones guilty of all the fraud. So you have these people. Make the copies of your paperwork. Students. Keep it faxed and try to keep it. I don't know where to tell you to put it, but. Well, and that's what I'm house. saying because they come into my house and they 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 tamper with my stuff. As far they as do your, that. In fact, they didn't break into my sister's mailbox. They target our families too. And you know yeah, why? Exactly. Not alone. All that. Do you know why they're doing all that? They're doing that to intimidate you and disempower you and put you in a state of fear. And I, I'm not afraid. I'm not, I'm not I'm afraid at all. That's what they're trying to do because they did it to me. So I'm telling you, you can make it do it. Let some of it go, like she said. Some you're not going to be able to correct. That you can find strength and fight. We'll put them for you. I, I can't have time for with my account. I, I, I don't want to be sitting behind bars because they tamper with my account. They, they are actually trying to make it look like... Um, I mean, it's crazy, but you're putting deposits in my account. Who knows where they have come from? And now you also have to look for a way to try to spend the funds because I don't, number one, I mean, I'm not going to do anything fraudulent to get any money. That's number one, period. <laughs> but Can I ask you, you something? Can I ask you something? Is this a small bank? No. PNC was one of the banks. And when I started asking questions about the strange activity I was seeing on my account, and I mean, they have, you know, I go to go to the ATM, and then they don't have any ATM in the area working. And then, you know, I go to make a deposit or make a withdrawal at the bank. They actually go behind me and change my slips. So I had to start taking, you know, the slips that you hand write. I had to actually start taking a picture of my slip after I make out the slip. I have to take a picture yeah. of it. Because they go behind me and change the information. So they, they, they were doing all this behind the scenes. They were working along with the credit union as well. And so now you plug some deposits into my account that are fraudulent. And now they're even going out of their way to try to find a way to say that this money was spent. My thing is this. I'm like, how they're trying to accuse me of something, but I don't have anything. You know, I don't even own a car. So if you. Okay, um, the call is for everybody, and we're willing to help and all that, but this is just like a little back-and-forth thing that's going on and on. And the the point here is that the appearance of things may trigger a feeling of being disempowered, but the more that you hold your center, you can change your reality. So if there's nothing else that TIs are getting in the world now, it's to learn how to discipline their minds because this is where the power is that's going to change the course of events of what's going to happen in the world. Neil? Um, Neil, this is Karen. I want to thank you for what you're saying. You really are hitting home in my instance right now. I think a lot of us are agitated recently, myself included, and uh, your words are very helpful. Thank you. Good. You know, I mean, I'm living and practicing this, you guys. uh, You know, here I was. I, I get 28 acres of property. I'd worked 15 years pretty much for free and just kept putting the equity back into the next piece of property. And here I am working so hard with Lyme disease. And I I finally get lucky 
and I get 28 acres of property for $90,000 in Northern California mountains. And, oh. and I had had a dream that I was going to do a healing center. Somebody's got a, a speakerphone on that's echoing. Could people hit star six in the room so we don't have to put up with that delay? If you're not going to be talking, just hit star six to mute yourselves and quiet the room a little. Uh, this story is an example. Um, because I was going to do a healing center on this property, I had actually had a dream that I was going to call it the bridge. And so I go looking for property after I'd sold the, the place that I was in, got it all finished and put it on the market. And I'm looking at five different properties and I go into the realtor's office and she goes, well, you don't want these because there's six feet of snow in the winter with no snow plow and all these different things. This is a bad neighborhood with meth addicts up in the mountains, and so you don't want that one, she said. But there's one property that just opened up about 10 days ago. And so she gave me directions, and I drove two miles down this pretty country road. And I come up to where the address is right as I'm crossing a bridge. And and I just went, oh, my God. Tears started running down my face. And I, I thought to myself that the driveway is right on the other side of the bridge. This has got to be meant to be. And so I drive up the driveway. There's 30 years of people's garbage I mean, a big chest freezer full of rotten food that was just left in the garage, which was just a dirt floor kind of garage, and an old mid-'70s double-wide mobile home. The carpet smelled like either a meth lab or a lot of dog pee. Couldn't tell which. And, and so, you know, I, there was a lot of stuff to do. The propane leaked. The roof leaked. There was all kinds of problems, but... Being a fix-it guy and knowing that, you know, to get 28 acres with trees on it, even though most of it was a, it was a hill, you know, most of it was so steep that you couldn't build, but, but there was about an acre and a half of it that was nice and flat and had a mobile home and a little barn that was ready to fall down. And so I knew, you know, for the money and how beautiful that I'd be able to do a healing center. Well, the medical mafia didn't like that. And they were watching the equipment that I was buying and the people I was contacting. And so they decided to burn my house down. But before they burned my house down, they hit me with microwaves so bad that I had to run for my life to try and find a place to get away from what they were doing to me. It was killing me, literally. I was so sick and so weak and so shaking and couldn't get away from it. I'm sure most of us have been through this. Yep. And so, anyway, uh, the whole idea was by attacking me, the money that I'd saved to pay my annual insurance on the property, I had to spend to run for my life to try and find mm -hmm. a refuge and protection. So after I came back realizing there was no protection anywhere, uh, no clue how they were doing what they were doing at the time. I didn't really know much about the technology, but at any rate, I came back home, didn't have the money to make the annual insurance payment, and then they burned the house down. So, you know, just picture this in Thank your you. mind. 
a double-wide mobile home burned to the ground, uh, a cedar sauna that I had built from scratch with a, an arch-top redwood door, uh, put in a, a heater, a sauna heater that I got from a company because it had a little dent in it. I you know, saved a few hundred bucks. Uh, it worked really hard. Somebody gave me a hot tub that I could use as a cold pool to jump in after you did the sauna, and I was in the process of building a healing center on this beautiful property. And there was the whole dream as I'm watching the telephone pole on the property next to a 500-gallon propane tank with about 100 gallons in it. And I just said, oh, God, please don't let that tank blow up and hurt any of the firemen that were there to put the fire out. And so they put the fire out. It didn't spread into the forest too far. I counted my blessings, and I'm standing there as it's getting dark, and there's still smoke coming up from everywhere. And uh, the the last guy to leave was the California Department of Forestry head guy, and he said, uh, this looks like arson to me. And I had told him, I said, well, I have an old motorhome that I pushed out of the fire as the taillights were melting from the heat because I knew I was going to need something to sleep in and stay here. I don't have extra money or anything. And so uh, I said the keys are about right over there by where those pipes are sticking up, which was the bathtub for the master bedroom. And so he walked over to me and he handed me the keys. And I was grateful for that because I was, you know, didn't have to go out and pay a locksmith or change a bunch of locks and the ignition and all that, it would have been expensive to replace everything. And so after the fire, as it's getting dark, and then he finally left, I walked over. I have no power, which means I have no water because it was running on a well. There's no lights on the property. Uh, I didn't even have my wallet. I had the clothes I was wearing, and that was it. And I walked over and I picked up the phone line, which was still smoking, off of the ground. And I said, I'm going to need a phone first. And so I went into the garage, which didn't burn, and grabbed a spare phone that I had and hooked up some wires and, and taped it and got myself a phone for a start and then went over and got in the motorhome. Well, it took me about 13 months to cut down burned trees and clean up uh, what weighed in at the dump was 18,000 pounds of charcoal. And I raked it all into piles, and then I called somebody with a tractor, and I was calling a variety of people, and they, were, they wanted $1,500 to come and scoop this stuff up and put it in the back of the truck that I had at the time. And that was too much money. I didn't have that much money. So I put my thoughts out there, and I just said, I believe I can get a better deal. And so I stopped in where there was a sign that the guy had a backhoe, and he said, well, you know, actually, I'm doing a job over on your street, and I can leave my backhoe on your property, and if you give me a ride home, I'll, I'll charge you $300 to load your truck and get all this out of here. So so I paid him $300, counted my blessings, and meanwhile there's Freemasons and NSA living on my street 
the volunteer fire company uh, fire chief lived across the street. I knew they were all in on it and just had to bite my tongue and, and deal with what I had to deal with. And at night they would come up and they would press what was probably a radar gun up to the back window, which was right where the bed was in the motorhome. And, uh, you know, I'd hear footsteps outside, sometimes a, a sound of some kind of a computer drive running, all these things that were all intimidating. And I just, I refused to be intimidated and I held my center. And so the little barn I was turning into a music room office was almost done. So I insulated it and put sheetrock in it and wired it. And I was like, God, you know, it'd be so nice to to have a nice ceiling fan to move the heat around from the wood stove. So one night I was in Reading, grocery shopping, about an hour from where I lived, and a little voice came into my head and said, you have to go to the Pier 1 Imports dumpster. And I was tired, and I was just getting ready to leave town, and I'm like, whatever, is this some kind of a joke? And so, no, 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 it's not a joke. Whatever the little voice was just wouldn't leave me alone. So I said, all right, whatever this is, I'll humor it, and I'll go to the Pier 1 dumpster. I looked in the Pier 1 dumpster, and there's two beautiful brass ceiling fans, all complete. <laughs> and I just went, oh, my God, I've had so many things Ooh, like wow. this. Uh, so it, it, the proof is in your thoughts manifesting in your life and there's some kind of guardians that help us and that must have been that little voice because who would know that there was a couple of ceiling fans and so then the goal became to get the property cleaned up and sell it because obviously I was in a town with a bunch of good old boys in, in the Masons and, and an NSA guy that had lived next door that didn't seem uh too upset that I'd, you know, lost my home. He just said, well, you still have a lot. He was very cold. And so I knew I wanted to get out of there. And so I was on dial-up. It didn't have, uh, you know, broadband, cable, no fast internet. So I couldn't do YouTube videos or anything like that. But to put an ad in Craigslist, because I didn't want to pay a realtor 5 or 6% to show the property, um, I was doing a Craigslist ad, and I would get the thing all ready to hit post, and then I would hear the guy across the street who tied into the junction box of the phone uh, start scratching wires together and break my connection. I mean, I, I wanted to hurt these bastards. I, I was pissed. But but I held. all been kind of near that too. It was crazy. I held my patience and I just kept thinking good thoughts. And so eventually I got the ad done, got it posted on Craigslist, and then I made up some hard copies and I was going around putting them on bulletin boards, and uh, you know like laundry mat in front of stores and stuff. And then one day I'd forgotten to get something in town, and I went back, and when I did, I saw that my ads were already taken down. So then I realized that somebody was trying to sabotage me selling the property. Uh, Nerve-wracking, but nonetheless, I held my center, and I said, 
something good will happen for me, and I deserve it. I've done a lot of good things for people. So 13 months later, the property's all cleaned up. I've cut all the half-burned trees into firewood sides and burned them all up through the winter. So the mess is gone, and the place is looking beautiful. And somebody calls me up after I'd shown the property to so many people, and they said, uh, we really like your property, and we think that the price is fair, and we'd like to come and take a look. And so they came and took a look, and they said, this property is beautiful, and your price is fair. It's exactly what we want because we want to build our own house. You've got the little barn turned into a nice room that we can stay in, and we'll just, you know, be happy as happy could be and so they said well, will you take 20,000 down and in three months we'll pay you the, the balance and I just said okay and that's what happened and the property sold and, and so I took what money I had and and moved to Florida and that was five years ago so I'm here to tell you miracles happen because you believe that they can happen and you're a co-creator in making them happen. You put Even though out, you didn't get what you had planned initially, the the wicked stepped in, but at the same time, you look at the what you learned and then how you got helped along the way, and now you're helping others, and it yeah. comes back to you too. That's a blessing. That's well, why I had to try to look at what I was going through earlier this week and last week. It's true. I mean, it it really is true. And, you know, sometimes things are happening in your life and you don't even understand why they're happening. I've I've certainly shook my fist at the sky and said, you know, this is too hard. Why is this happening to me? Having Lyme disease and all that and building houses and eating pain pills like candy was very hard. Most people wouldn't be able to do that. But I had to, you know, keep going or I was going to lose all my equity as a a builder. And I just wanted to get enough money to have a home. But just by holding your center in what you choose to create, no matter what the appearance is, that's the point. That's what Jonah had to do when he was in that fish stomach. I want to back you up on that, Neil. Um, People are losing their center in the world, whether they're on the side of the perps or they're on the side of the TIs or they're just on no side at all, a lot of people don't know where their center is. That's the first thing. Uh, If they've never had uh, training in that, then they'll be thrown every which way. Every little fart in the wind is going to throw them off balance. So it's really important for people to first find out where the center is and next go back to it every time you have to, every single time. Every little word that puts you off balance, every little uh, every little traffic jam or the big stuff like the tragedies and the traumas that they're pushing us through. So, very encouraging. Very, very important, and it's not anything that costs you money. It doesn't cost you anything to find and keep your center. 
it takes a lot of practice, though. You could take classes in it and mm-hmm. read books on it, but if you you can read a hundred books on centering and not know your center, unless you practice finding it and holding it. And holding it is the key in this program because they'll throw everything they can at you. And if it's the easy stuff, they'll just keep doing that. And if you can hold your center through gang stalking and foul play in your neighborhood, then, you know, you can handle a whole lot of it. Then you'll be stronger inside. And that doesn't cost any money at all. No, I mean, if anything, I have to say, if I was a master creator and some of the things that I see in America make me embarrassed when when I hear the reputation that of what other people in other countries think about uh, some of the tourists that come from the United States, that they don't like Americans. Um, I, I think some things here from some people not appreciating you could eat better out of a dumpster in America than you can eat at all in some other countries, and we should be grateful for that. Um, but if I was a master creator and I was looking at some of the laziness and sloppiness and disrespect for this beautiful creation, if I wanted to stick a fish hook right on their butt cheek and make them pay attention, I would put them in a situation like this. And and this is the blessing for oh. us. Let me see if I can get rid of the background noise here. The blessing for us is because we're under duress, we're having to pay attention. We're hypersensitive. Um, we have every justification to get angry, but but the truth is, you know, you do that for so many years, and then you're like. This isn't serving me to be angry. It isn't serving me to be afraid. Uh, Those things aren't working. Try something else. And so it becomes this thing that I've used, these stories that I've told you all tonight, as an example of seeing that really work in my life. So if the creator that everybody calls God was to say, if I put all these people under duress, more people will grow in a shorter period of time. And and as Sue said, you know, it, it's not super easy to discipline our thoughts. There's there's a lot of things in these times that we can certainly worry about. But it's a matter of making that conscious choice to say, well, I don't choose that. I don't choose all these bad things to keep happening. I choose these people to get caught at what they're doing I choose for a whole lot of people that are supporting these systems to learn some lessons, too. Then a whole lot of people are going to grow up faster, and it becomes more of a blessing. So, you know, whatever happens after our bodies give up and and we're not here anymore, what if we find out that this was the prerequisite class that we had to take to be given a new world, to have the discipline in our thoughts to not choose anything but beautiful, to not choose anything but balance. You know, the truth of the matter is, and these stories prove this so against the odds that I've told tonight, is that when your mind gets disciplined enough that you don't even think a thought of fear or 
support anything that you wouldn't choose to create or co-create, then you have the, the discipline to be able to create beautiful things. And, and I've seen this. Um, when I went to a rainbow gathering, it's called the National Rainbow Gathering, and it happens in different states once a year, right before 4th of July. Um, about 10,000 people got together and prayed for peace. That, that's a whole lot of people to be focused. And uh, the circle of 10,000 people was just so giant, you couldn't even see the other side. But some of the synchronicities of things that I saw happen at that gathering, which was really just a big camp out for 10 to 30,000 people, Everybody was getting fed. All the children were being watched. There was music everywhere. Um, you've never seen anything like this. And, and this was getting a bunch of like-minded people with disciplined enough minds together that were in the best interest of caring about themselves and the earth and each other. Yeah. There was such a mutual respect that something very special happened where I saw synchronicities of of things happen where somebody was looking for something and somebody else was looking for something and the people that needed to connect that had something to to share with the people that needed something happened. And, and this happened so many times in the two weeks that I was there that I couldn't deny it. So, so per, perhaps this is an acceleration of our own growth and the realization of how much power our thoughts and our words and our actions can really create. And, and I'm here to tell you, this is the thing they are most afraid of. And right. they, come, they come up with everything they can do to try and knock us off track. Believe me, I'm, I'm challenged yeah. to. <laughs> Go ahead. That's absolutely true. Neil, that if if you were to learn anything from this program, it's that you can rise above it in your mind and that you can transform the energy and therefore the manifestations around you. And of course, that's going to transform them if they want it to. But here's the thing, what you're saying, the acceleration is upon us. It's not happening, you know, in 10 years from now. It's you know, really, twenty years behind times. What we're what we're telling people now is something that if they hadn't practiced it twenty years ago, they better get on board because this is the acceleration of our consciousness. This is it right now, and everything around us in the worldly military industrial complex is trying to throw us off. All the advanced minds and all the advanced consciousness. Uh, individually and collectively, are being challenged by that complex. They don't want it to happen, but it is actually, in paradox, forcing it to happen. So give and take polarities on the planet, we are in the acceleration point of consciousness that we have to get on board with it, and we have to be strong inside with it no matter what, no matter what the appearance is. The appearances are negative, then you still have to be centered. If they're the appearances of blessings and miracles, you still have to be centered because you can't 
ride one wave without another one coming behind it. So, you know, you have to constantly come back to what is truth, what God put you here for, what's your purpose. If that helps you get centered, get back on purpose. You know, if they're messing with your car, their house, your house or your neighbors or there's gossip, get back on your truth. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what the appearances are in this reality because they will fool you with illusions in this reality. That's the game. But acceleration of consciousness is where we have to be um, aware and steady, steadfast. It's really important. I'm just, you know, I'm saying it with an emphasis because it is so important. It is the key to this program. Well, it's it's realizing, you know, this this whole parasitic thing that's been undermining the whole human race for such a long time. Uh, we're we're at a crossroads where there's a handful of maniacs that are feeling cocky and arrogant and and that they've got it all in the bag and they're going to pull this off and they're going to be in control and and take over everything and be able to control any people that are left after they're done. And and it's you know it's a matter of just standing up and saying I don't choose that. It, it's time for this this war against parasites to be over. It's time for them to all be exposed. And as Sue's pointed out before, all these systems they've all fallen through history. It's no yep. no. Even the Roman Empire, there's what's left of it now. In due time, it will too. Always something good. It's all. Isn't it nice to see when you talked about the rainbow uh, friendship you all had? It was so. Oh, that that just hearing that made you feel made me feel good. I like to hear when people think good about others and try to help out. Yeah, and, and, uh, even with the kids, the kids feeling safe. I mean, we're not in a perfect world, no. Not even if everybody thought perfect thoughts are good thoughts. But we can certainly try, and it makes us feel better. It even This study is showing that help, you know, when you think of good things, it can lower your blood pressure and other things. So, And it's even better when you're with others who think you want to feel, for others, you know, have compassion and empathy. I'm going to mute myself. Neil? Um, I just had another incident with me today. You're out, and they want to see where you, what you're going to do with the stress that they just handed you. So, another little thing. I left at 2.30 to go to the Dollar Tree to get some candy for tonight. And this, I didn't get home till 6 o'clock. Let's put it that way. Stress city. They want to see how you handle the program. Fully a stress program, let me tell you. That's all I got. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, we, we, we try every day. Every day is a challenge, and every day we find something, even if it's the sound of the birds singing. Or like we're talking now, it's a blessing. We can communicate with one another, no matter what state we're in. I look forward to this call. You know, I, I, 
I mean, I, not, not from the standpoint of, oh, I'm glad we all suffering. No. But I look forward to the call from you're going to learn something and you're going to feel something encouraging, you know, and it's just it's just enough to get you through. It might be another hour or something, you know, what you needed. It's true. I mean, I have to say I was very alone through all the things that, that I went through on that property that burned and didn't have very many friends and nobody understood what was happening to me, even though I mm-hmm. shared the symptoms, I didn't have a clue how it was being done. I didn't know anything about the technology then. What you got out of it, uh, Neil, you came out shining. That's what that's the program. They want to see how how you come out of it, a person alone, with no friends, no family, and you succeeded. That's what they wait for. They want to see. It's a test. You gotta look at it as a test. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's to you know what's out of balance and what's downright evil. Uh, when you go through mm. that have happened in your life and you see some of these things and you see how evil taught you something that became beneficial and made you a better person. You know, mm-hmm. whenever or. <laughs> It, when they choose to become better people will be their choice. It, it's like, you know, you can't walk up to a pear tree and and see all these green pears and say, you have to get ripe right now. I'm going to force you to get uh-huh. ripe. They they aren't going to do it. You know, they're going to get ripe in their own time. And, and that's the way it is with all of us stubborn humans. We beat our heads against brick walls until we get tired of the bloody mess and the pain, and then we stop doing that and we find another way. And, and you know, I mean, there's times I question how much purpose is in a lot of things that I see in the world these days and things that you go through in a lifetime. But But when you look back and you see the things that you learned and how it made you a better person, and, and just some kind of a feeling that you're being prepared for something. And that, you know, I mean, if you were in some kind of a movie, and there was somebody writing the script to say, there's things that you need to learn in your life, and you're going to go through this and this, and it'll serve this purpose, it wouldn't be the same if you knew what it was for. But when you have to stop and think about, okay, this is happening to me. How do I deal with this situation? I've tried this and this and that, and I didn't get the end results I want. Then it perfects you as a person. And and this is why being able to look at something that's so sinister and so heartless and find purpose in it is, is a really empowering state of mind to have because you can see how under direct mm. you are made a better person. That's right. Island state of mind. That's very nice. I want to keep remembering that. Just remember the word purpose. That would be a, a defining moment if you knew for sure what your purpose was and that you could always come back to it and organize all your choices around it. If you don't know how to be centered in peace, then be centered on your purpose. And then all the things can come together for that intention. Intention is a very powerful thing. It's a very powerful organizing factor in energy and mind. 
if you know what your intention is, you can focus your intention on your purpose, and it all will come together. Like a runner preparing to, to, to run a marathon. Sometimes you have to go slower, sometimes, but you have to prepare in advance. Yeah. This is not compar- not competing among ourselves. So everybody no, who gets to the line will win. But like you say, have purpose. Right. Purpose That's right. You know, you might not get there. You might not get there tomorrow. But you, as long as you keep the goal in mind, it will all come together, slow or fast, however you have to do it. Like you said. It's true. I mean, like cleaning up the mess for the fire and getting that property sold and. And getting out of there because I realized I was in a town with too many evil people. Um, because I had so many trees, I could have mm. cut down trees and had a mill. Ohio might have to do that too. I knew I had to leave, and I just kept holding my thoughts to say somebody's going to come along and buy this property, and I'll be out of here. Somebody's That's got right. some kind of a ringing bell thingy in the background, because. You're not going to be you know, talking. Could you hit star six, please? Go ahead. Yeah, Neil, um, this is such an important call for people, and if they don't understand what you're trying to convey here, they should just be muted because you've been so patient, and they're totally distracting themselves and everyone else. By not being, if you can't be focused on one call, how can you be focused on your life? Well, it's true. I'm sorry. I just, you know, I'm really, I have a very, very sharp, you know, uh, purpose in my life. It's very, very focused, like a magnifying glass. And I can see distractions coming from every direction because people are not willing to really take responsibility for it. I'm sorry. Does that sound negative? That's too bad. If I was to unmute everybody, if I was to mute everybody that didn't pay attention to what I was saying, nobody would That's be talking. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, people, if if this is just entertainment, you know, just some background noise, then please, you know, mute yourselves or find something else to do because this is so important. Yeah, hit star six on your phone. Thank you. Oh, um, well, I'm thinking about it. I have somebody in British Columbia that may want to go in with somebody on some Linkstat. And since the company is in Canada, it would save them a lot of shipping. But to have to, you know, have it come all the way here and then go back. So, does Ken happen to be here from British Columbia? Or Sherry? Hi there. Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. That's good. So, you have somebody who's looking to purchase some that lives in British Columbia? Yeah, she she had bought a little bit from me and... I guess she saw that the material helped her, and so I had told her, I said, it makes me sad that you'll have to pay Mm -hmm. shipping and a broker's fee to have it, you know, shipped from the United States when Mm -hmm. the company is there. But, you you know, you could only Mm -hmm. buy a a roll for, uh, you know, a 150-foot roll 
from the company. So if there was two or three people from Canada that went in on a roll, then everybody would end up with some and, and save some money on shipping. So I can't find Ken's email address. I don't know if I put it under something different, but it didn't come up when I put in Ken. And um, how much it does this link stack cost for one roll? It's like $195. Mm. Three, three foot wide and 150 feet long. It blocks microwave and radio frequency stuff. Okay, so do you order it or do like would we have to order it? Like the people in Canada who may want to do this. Yeah, I mean you you would be the ones to order it. Mm. Okay. There's no, no reason for me to be there. You would just go to CapLink which is C-A-P-L-I-N-Q dot com. And you would buy the the link stat that's classified as 50,000 ohms. Mm. And what that rating is is how much resistance and how much conductivity is in the product. They they used to make one that was 100,000 ohms, and it was about half the price, and they discontinued it. And she just said, well, for people who want to block radio frequency, this would be the the stuff that you would use. Okay. Well, I'll look into it. I, don't, I can't order anything right now, but in the future, um, if we did have enough people ordering it, I might consider it. So... But uh, thank you for that information. And, um, yeah, if if you were to get a hold of the people, the other people in Canada regarding this, um, you could pass on my email to them if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah. So. I have a question. Um, I asked this before, like, a long time ago, um, to a different group or, I don't know, maybe similar uh, people. But um, does anybody who experiences V2K, do you ever hear it in your dreams, like lucidly where you know they're talking to you? Yes, that's what they do. So it's talking to you. How, like, how, like, this doesn't always happen. It's only happened, like, a handful of times. But um, it has happened. Like, how, I don't understand, like, how could you lucidly understand them while dreaming? It, like, it, like you know what I mean? Like, does it mean, like, maybe I was awake at it's some point, easy. kind of waking you gotta up? Look up you got to look it up, honey. You got to look it up. They can do it. They, they're uh, talking to you. They're hypnotizing you. And all of a sudden, your mind wakes up and you hear all of this. Don't tell the cops. Don't don't call the cops. They actually mind control you while you're sleeping. They give hypnotic suggestions. Uh, they do a lot of crap when you're sleeping. They hypnotize you. Yeah, they told me and I did it. I couldn't believe it. It was two degrees out and my house was cold, very cold. They said, well, why don't you go outside? This is two o'clock in the morning. And I did. Go outside and sit in your car. 
And I did. They go, don't forget to take your keys. Look, look, look for your keys. And I, I put my hand in my pocket. I go, yeah, I have my keys. Okay. This is in the middle of the night. I went in the car. I go, am I crazy? What am I doing in here? <laughs> so I know what the tricks they do. And you can't help it. I, you know, you got to be a little stronger. i got to be stronger next time. That was terrible. Could have froze to death. So I know the tricks they do. Yeah, I have a copy of a a small book on V2K. That's a PDF um, that the author gave up a copy, and, and then it just has a password number that you put in to access it. So he's made it so that you can't make copies or anything like that, but it's a feel free to pass it around. So if there's anybody who wants a copy of that free V2K book, um, I don't even know what's in it. I don't have V2K, so I haven't studied that direction much. But anyway, if you if you want a copy of that book, um, just email me at electricrose22 at Yahoo, and I'll send you the PDF. Hi, Neil. Yeah. Um, you know, I was um, listening to Shelley's call last night where... I don't know if anybody else has listened to it, but there was a guy on there that had a really, it was a good call, and he was um, educating us about smart meters. And he, I believe, is from British Columbia. He's an electrician, and the guy has got so much information about the frequencies and what they are doing with them through these smart meters. And he's saying he's coming up against, um, you know, all these people that are doing this stuff to us, you know, in Canada. And I don't know if he's going to do it here in this country, too. He says there's going to be lawsuits. But he might be somebody that you might want to contact about the link stat. He would probably be interested in it. Well, that was Curtis Bennett, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just opened up Shelley's newsletter today, and I went, oh, geez. I had to take a break last night. I didn't. I should have been on that call because a couple of years ago he was in that Occupy Harm whatever it is group um, on a call, and somebody reported to me that he said he designed some kind of a device that you put in your shoe and it stopped everything, but he didn't want to tell people how to do it because he didn't want people to give up the fight. Oh. I tried to get a hold of him like three times and through their organization and, you know, to his email and never got a response. Oh, really? You tried to email him? Because I was going to say he did give out his email. I tried to email him, too, and he never got back to me. And he had stated, yeah, uh, I want to speak to you. I mean, he goes, yeah, you can ask me some questions, and then I want to ask you some questions. He never got back to me. So I, don't know, I looked at I looked at all the pictures that he had, and he wears like this Superman costume. I don't know. Did you check that out? No. Yeah, he looks a little ridiculous, and his wife doesn't look too happy holding my baby. I don't know. I don't get such a positive. Does he wear? Does he? He had 
he had a very calm, logical voice. I noticed that, but I didn't see any of his pictures. You know, so thank you, you know what? I saw the pictures, and between the pictures and the way he was describing some of the stuff that a lot of this stuff is advertised in that company, and I think look, he sounded like a nice guy. He sounded really logical, very intelligent. But some right. of it, somewhere there was a sales pitch somewhere. I heard a sales pitch. I heard a sales pitch in the energy medicine part of it, and he. I didn't hear anything about energy or medicine that related to healing, but somehow it ended up with a, a sales pitch for energy medicine. I know people who work in energy medicine has nothing to do with smart meters, so I don't know where that came from. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I, I did I did have that thermoscan done myself like over 20 years ago, so I know what he's talking about. Um, the technology probably was not as good then as it probably is now being digital, I guess. I think that's what he was, I think that's what he was advertising mostly because that's when you go into his site, that's what the whole thing is about, thermal scanning. And not only that, but if you Google, if you Google that, his name, all right, and, and you go into like a more personal Google, um, if you go into images, right, You'll see all the pictures I'm talking about. I got a good laugh out of it, actually. Okay, yeah, thanks for sharing that part of it because it's good to have the whole picture and not just part. Yeah, it hit the images uh, option. You'll see what I'm You're going to laugh out of it. I have not been on his site, you know, and it was a long time ago. And I admit, when I first saw it over 20 years ago, I thought it was kind of hokey, you know. I was not familiar with any of this kind of stuff. I thought this is real Star Trek-y, you know, there can't be anything to this, you know what I mean? But I'm telling you, though, at the same time, he did point something out to me on my scan that I did later find out I had a problem with. Well, so there is say, something when about you it. Have, when you have EMR exposure, overexposure, in between the dermis and the epidermis, you have mast cells. These mast cells produce um, inflammation, and they produce, uh, you know, and uh, his tests really show that. So his tests are good to, uh, you know, point out if you've been overexposed. You know, the, the mast cells get calcified, the calcium produces inflammation. At least, I guess, probably. Yeah, well, I, I totally believe it. And with all the facts that he was putting out there, Neil, you would have been impressed, I believe. You know, he was saying how many millivolts are in, in a cell, you know, in your body and such like that. And, I mean, he was really breaking down the uh, the frequencies, I mean, to temps. You know, it was just amazing. So you would have really enjoyed the call. I don't know if Shelly recorded it and you can listen to it, but it would be highly worth it if you could. Yeah, I know. I think I should because I wrote Shelly and I said uh, if I would have known it was him, I would have gotten on the call last night, but I really just needed a break because <clears throat> there's too many days in a row and I get overwhelmed and need to she, stop. She recorded it. You can listen to the recording. It's st It should be on there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There were 140 people on the call last night. That's good. And by the way, um, I got a message from Curtis today. This is EMF Linda. And he would like to know how he can access the recording uh, himself. So if you could, somebody could tell me, um, I'll, I'll pass it along. Or yeah. if 
if you have his email address, if you could send him that information, it would serve the same purpose. But if you yeah. could tell me, I'd, I'd I'd like to have it anyway. Um, just just go to TalkShoe and put in the PIN number or the call ID number, and then the, re- the recordings come up for those calls. Yeah, Linda, you have to have Internet access to do that. I know that, uh, but um, I, and, and you know that I'm computer-free. But anyway, um, he and other people, you know, like almost everybody's got uh, on the computer, online, on Internet. So anyway, it's just it's good for me to know it so that I can tell other people and Curtis. So anyway, go to TalkShoe, right? And then you put in the PIN number, and then yeah, the, and the then call what? ID. Yeah, just put in six six three three nine, and then <clears throat> all the call recordings show up on that page, and you just hit play. Are the call recordings like according to the date? Maybe that's right, the date. Yep. Yeah, uh, I want to ask anybody know what happened in Ohio. There was a a shooting incident in Ohio, and apparently Darlene's nephew was involved and died. Does anybody have any more information, inside information? Was it a targeted uh, event? Uh, Apparently it was somehow a sophisticated operation. That's what I saw in the news. Sophisticated operation tells me that it was planned. So does anybody have any more information about that? I was wondering. All right, well, uh, that that was apparently the reason that Darlene didn't have a call last night because uh, there was a death in her family related to it. Oh, well, you know what else? That, that explains the, the huge and, you know, the large number of people, too, on Shelly's call. Yeah, true. That's what made me think of it, actually. Well, I, I was thinking, you know, that even though it wasn't, uh, I don't think, she announced it ahead of time that he was going to be on on the call. We thought that it, it you know, it was the attraction was Chris Bennett and his message, which you know I totally am behind. And what I, you know, I I appreciate getting feedback from what you all got out of, uh, you know, his his uh, presentation and his talk. But you know what I get out of it is that that he has come up with this marvelously simple way to explain this, the current situation, which is, you know, we are all being a, a bombarded, assaulted, tortured <clears throat> with, uh, by, by living in a, 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 a microwave, a man-made microwave world with, you know, and, and that all of our wireless devices contribute to it, the cell towers, the smart meters, Anything with smart in front of it, you know, I just thought I'd, I made that up. You know, I mean, that's true. Uh, but uh, that's the, the whole message. And then he found this legal way. And about the energy medicine, you know, it is, that is correct. It turns out that in Europe, uh, they have already, uh, last year, they've come up with treatment guidelines, medical treatment di- guidelines and diagnosis and so on for, for EMF exposure. So what he's doing, he is the first person in America, apparently, 
that is uh, has got certification uh, to teach uh, these continuing education credits to medical professionals, which truly is huge because it makes it it legitimizes the whole subject on the basis of health. Can you hear me? Yeah. I, I'm interested. I was on that call last night. I didn't. I didn't hear about the medicine. I heard him say something about scanning, and the fires in California. They didn't want him involved in it. His company, and then he Arizona called him because we lost 19 of our firefighters in Prescott. And what I got out of it was. You know, I, I don't know how effective he is, but I got out of it that he was kind of irritated that nobody, you know, jumped on his talents. That he basically thought, you know, most of all the government that's done anything has been um, not successful, I guess you would say. But he no, has I, been talking I, with Arizona. Well, I understand what you're saying, and it, it makes sense. Uh, see, I, I haven't a accessed his website, so I, I don't know what he looks like, you know, a Superman uh, outfit or, or the baby or the wife. I don't know any of that stuff. I, I've just talked to him a few times. Uh, so, uh, but what, and, and uh, even that he has a company, I haven't made any inquiries. Nobody's told me anything, but it, it all all does make sense, you know, that if he's got some kind of a company that, um that promotes or sells infrared technology is what I'm guessing maybe. So if, if any of you have been on his website, Joe, uh, 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 is there some kind of, does he have a, a business going somehow? Yeah, that's the way I took it. And it was to be able to scan something having to do with the fires in right, Arizona. Of infrared We're interested in what? Oh well, that that would be with the use of infrared. Well, uh, infrared, you're right. But he said he does. Is that the part of the scan? Yes, absolutely. I guess it's the way that the thermography, you know, like that they've been doing it for years with the, uh, uh, you know, women's body parts and and probably other things too. Mm. Well, you know, uh, to to check for. Uh, cancer, because apparently any kind of inflammation will show up. Apparently, you know, uh, as a hot spot. Inflammation is warm, and so with this red, which I, I'm, you know, admittedly not not familiar with. Uh, apparently, it shows up in colors according to temperature. So if we have you know, yeah, they can't, like here in Arizona, when they're looking for somebody like on the trails here in the mountains of backpackers and stuff, and it's during the high heat, they can't see them. They follow them at night and try to find them at night with, um, I thought it was in for green because it was, it, they can't locate people during the day. It's too hot. And the ground reflects it. Oh, that all, that all makes sense. 
I didn't get Correct. to hear that part, but I did hear the part where he was talking about the no, information in the body. The information, like one, one patient kept, this guy was saying, these people, you can try testing on these, because these are ones seem all mental cases perhaps, because we can't find anything wrong. We've done MRIs, we've done this scan and that scan. So they came up to allow the guy to test them and find out one lady had been complaining a lot. I think it was about her knee, and they could never find anything wrong with the doctor. He used his technology, the thermal something, topography, and he said, there's the information right there. He said, you can't catch it on the MRI, but it's showing here. That's why she's hurting. So it's not a mental case. She really does have information. So I, I did hear well, part of what she's saying. I hope I explained it well. Part of... Um yeah, there was somebody that I knew through friends, or I didn't know, but my friends did, and got lost in our superstition mountains backpacking, and they could not find him. Went up in helicopters and everything. By the time that they did, and it was at night, he was dead. They had to use that far. Does See, he probably have, that probably the technology he had probably could have found it. That's what I'm talking about how some people use those thermometers and look say they just use those like I think he said the um uh, red cross or something, some kind of digital thermometer where you don't have to touch the person who's just aim it at them. He said they would be missing things, the government would be missing things, whereas if they use the technology he's talking about, then it would be able to better show I heard that part. Well, that probably makes well, sense. I'm sorry if I interrupt. That's probably how those surface uh, thermometers, you know, when you take a person's temperature, like in their ear, or or you can have, I guess there's things that you can put on a child or somebody's forehead. Uh, their temperature probably works on that same principle. Infrared. Thermometer. Yeah, he, he was saying something about when they do use that product inside an office, a medical office, and I guess he was saying in the past, they would just just cool the person down or something, something like that, he said, and they found out that was not the correct way. So the best way is to start kind of like with a base, temperature base, and then use that product uh, technology he's talking about, and then be able to gauge from that base, temperature to whatever temperature reading that technology gives. and say it would be a big difference. You can see to get a more accurate reading. The only thing I was concerned about was the thing I was concerned about was that he said he claims that infrared itself is not harmful to the body, that it was a very minute exposure to it. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's really true or not. Do you have any thoughts on that, Neil? Um, I don't really have any documentation that that shows me either way, so I couldn't comment on it. Okay. Oh, I had the same thoughts. I, I had the same thoughts. Uh, Dennis told me that the way that they uh, detect uh, uh, movement in a person's house is another invasive, uh, Snoopy, you know, invading your privacy kind of a way. Uh, the the way the technology that they use is infrared. So if it goes right through walls, uh, uh, that means yeah. that it's got to go through bodies. MIT created it. 
Yeah, they, they do do that. I mean, firemen can use it to find out where a fire is at in a house, and police can drive by and see if people are growing marijuana with those um, high-heat lamps. Wow. Yeah, they're using through-the-wall radar. High-heat lamps. That gave me a thought of what my neighbor might have been doing to me. Because I kept hearing him run out the door, not my current location. But yeah, not only are they using through-the-wall radar, but that stuff is dangerous for your body. And the old style, they, they used to use gamma, you know. Uh, you dangerous. What? It's really nasty stuff. Well, the old they school through-the-wall used to use gamma. They fire What's a laser gamma? through it. Gamma rays. Gamma. Yeah, gamma they, fire it, they fire a laser through um, a tube full of gamma gas. Nasty stuff. All right, I'm up on the high end of the scale. You know, I got curious about this, so I, look, I picked out one of my many, many books, you know, on this and looked at the scale. And gamma rays at the top of the scale with a, a, a 10Z uh, per second. And then it goes down uh, uh, slower is X-rays, which are still very damaging. And then there's UV light. And then there's visible light, which is a very narrow, small um uh, thing on the scale here, and it's at one p. I don't know even know what p or z or Tesla. huh? Tesla. No p. Oh p. p? It's small. Oh oh no no no. It hurts. So anyway, but it's just a very small little dot on my scale is visible light. Immediately below that, a little bit below that, infrared. So infrared uh, occupies its own own. Without uh, overlapping with anything else, uh, but uh, but it doesn't go very far. And then below that is microwave and radio waves, which overlap. And then ra radar is in there. It's uh, it, it takes up um, a little bit of space. And then and then there's the the cell phones and television. It's all on the uh, long uh, radio wave. Scale. And then, of course, below that is, is uh, electricity, power lines, and then ELF, which is extremely low frequency. And uh, the body operates, my understanding, at uh, the very low end of the scale, you know, less than 70 hertz. And, of course, they've identified the certain frequencies, you know, to, to affect us in certain ways. So anyway, um, that's where infrared is kind of occupies its own space on this scale spectrum. Is it like a rainbow-like colors that they utilize to illustrate how it looks with all the different rays, like red, you know, like rainbow, like red, and then yellowed, and green, and blue. I don't know how it all goes. Yeah, like I've gotten all. Oh, of those. I think I printed that somewhere. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. And that's all. Free. Uh, the blue Zero. is to detect your body heat or something like that. I I see all of them at my house. I get it all. You know, and I have seen it before they put me in the hospital one year. But. Holy Father. You know, did y'all hear something? Maybe this would be helpful to hear, too. Uh, my, neighbor just, my neighbor was just speaking. Um, did y'all hear when he, the guy on the station, he said something about 
someone had mentioned to him that as as his he has some device that he can see his parents as they walk across the carpet in the house, the electrical spark the show as they're walking. Um, excuse me. And then when they were in bed, he was able to see the electricity running over their um, cover or something like that. Did y'all hear that poet? I'm still referring to Curtis's show. Uh Last night, well, I didn't hear it, but I think if you if you have that problem, like I had it, you know, kind of, you got to check your grounds to your electric box. But he he was saying something about most of the times when people thinking it's their electricity uh, coming. I can't help my sister always tease me because she said you can't say the word Um, coming through the like your lines in your house. He said a lot of times it's it's like unless it's talking about extension cord, it's really coming from the some parts if I understood him correctly, coming from some parts of the extension cord rather than the actual wiring of your house. That's heating. No, they they do. Remember, Neil, when we were talking long back about putting um tile covers over your outlet? Yeah. Oh, I know that goes on at my house, Tom. May I ask what causes the different colors? Um, what type of weapon or directed um, energy causes the different colors that from, people see? From, from what I gather, it's the, I mean, light and sound and everything has a frequency to it. And so uh, I don't have a chart that shows what each thing does, but the different colors would be the different capabilities of, of what they're using. Like sometimes it's very dark crimson, and then it's neon yellow, and it's a bright little blue. It's the primary colors. It's not green or purple or orange, at least are these in my spherical? case. Are they spherical or are they beams? No, this is everything you see. In other words, you can't, like if I'm in a pitch black room and nobody can see, it's lit up for me in neon yellow. What causes that? Oh. It, oh, okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you have to explain to us, are you looking through any lenses? No. Are you no glasses? No. Okay. And when you look through a regular room, it looks different than other people see it? They don't see anything, and it's lit up neon yellow for me. It's pitch okay. black for them. And then, or it's crimson red, and when it's crimson red, it almost renders you totally blind because it's very difficult to see when it's so dark. But the bright. Okay, have you been exposed to any chemicals in your environment? Absolutely. Okay, so they've done something to your eyes to shift your color vision. It's not all the time. It comes and goes at their will. At their will, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, right. they they probably are working on your eyes. I know that, but I'd like to know how to combat it. Okay, well, I would start with protective lenses first of all. Well, I have I have all kinds of everything imaginable, but uh, <laughs> I've even worn two or three different at the same time. I still can't figure out what to do. I've got everything I can I can dream of, and I still can't figure out a, a remedy for it. 
Somebody was on the phone that said they protected their eyes with aloe vera and um, what was the other thing? I think coconut oil. Coconut, yeah. Well, I'd be afraid to put anything into my eyes like that. I'd rather protect them with lenses or stainless steel coverings or tin coverings or helmet of some type, that kind of thing. But does anybody yeah. else experience this? I think or? that was for the relief. Oh, so, right. Correction, Lori, Lori, uh, freshman in Arizona, you know, has all kinds of wonderful solutions uh, that have worked for her. She said that, that what she does at night, she puts um, an eye, um, an eye, kind of a shield over her eyes that she purchased from Less EMF, I think for um, less than $70, but it helps an awfully lot, you know, because she's big on protecting the eyes and the ovaries. She says that they are the, they contain a, a more water and moisture than than uh, the other parts of the body, and it's really important to protect them. So that's what she uses is um, some kind I of... Almost, I, I understand that, but I almost think it's, something in the brain it's got almost probably nothing to do with the eyes i'm thinking it's some chemical um activity that's going on in the brain that because if you go to an ophthalmologist which i do constantly um they're fed up with me because they can't see anything they see that my your eyes are deteriorating in crazy ways but they can't see what i see yeah, it's it's probably something in your visual uh, cortex, like in the frontal frontal lobes of your brain. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Do you wear glasses? Um, legally blind. I have very little vision, but what oh. I do have, I, over the past eight years, they have caused it to. I was I was born probably um, legally blind due to a re, recessive mutative gene. Uh, but the problem is that I was very stable, and I was always told by ophthalmologists I would always be this way until the day I died. And then about eight years ago, everything went haywire. And ever since then, and all the chemicals started and all that stuff. Oh, again, you... in a sense, so in a sense, they're giving you vision that you didn't have before. Would you think about it that way? Uh, no. Like if you go, for instance, if you go in a dark room and you can see everything lit up in a yellow light but nobody else sees it, then they've given you vision. But, yeah, in a funny way, it's not clear that I can right. use it in any way. Or they can put a white curtain in front so you can't see past the opacity of it. Or yeah. they can, you know, they can do anything they want at any moment. Uh-huh. I understand. I think it's something very unusual that they have designed in my program because I don't hear a lot of people having this. Right. They talked about a lady, the same guy, Curtis. He he was talking about a lady who went to the doctor for something. I don't recall what it was. But he, in the process, found out he used the device, the little heat thing for her, and he told her, did you know you have something like polyps in your eyes? And then he told her she had something else that the doctors didn't detect. Well, did I'm, I'm really that? under scrutiny and under the best of specialists in this country. 
and they do constant photography of the back of the brain and everything else, and nothing Mm -hmm. is making any sense. You know what I mean? Because none of this makes sense. No, not a single one of those experts that you go to realize or know or has an inkling that the uh, metal frame glasses act the metal, you know, that goes around your lenses and over your ears, behind your ears, they act as antennas. They pick up radio frequency and help, help you know, to, to fry yourself and to... I know one lawyer friend. I got a lawyer friend who got right exactly where his uh, his metal lens or metal frame was, and now now he's got plastic frames. I got I got to call catch it. I never used metal frames in my life because I know in my own sense and my own background in science and all that. I would never use metal frames around my eyes, and I never have. I've been very protective of my vision. What what I've had through my life because it's been precious to me. So consequently, I look at things a little bit differently than a lot of people, and I'm very protective about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why they designed the program specifically around your vision because uh, you have you have a very unique circumstance. Right, because I, I talk with all you people, and I never hear of any complaints like this, and I think, keep well, thinking... What do they no. have that's so special that nobody else There is else one lady I heard that say no. she had to, she could see those uh, like round circles that in the dark at night. No, I don't see anything with circles. Nothing to do with circles. Oh. It's the whole field, the peripheral, the central, everything that's covered by the macula and the retina, everything. You know, I have an idea about this. They are probably experimenting on you because your eyesight is um, um, because you you're legally blind they're probably trying to experiment and see what they can do to affect your your eyesight as research as far as I'm concerned there's no research involved it's torture and there's a lot more people coming down with macular degeneration as they're getting older. It's epidemic worldwide. After the age of 85, one out of every two has macular degeneration in this world. It's not mm. just this country. It's worldwide. It's global. So well, I don't believe in experimentation. Do, do, I don't think you do in a lot of ways. Electric- it's torture. All right. Uh, All right. All right. You know more about it than I do. It's just like an idea. Yeah, right. No, I'm I'm open for all all kinds of ideas. I listen to anything and everything and uh that's what gets me through every day is new ideas and new challenges. Well, the I bottom line on. is the bottom line is these people are just psychopaths. They are evil. That's the bottom line. And how do you explain the evil? When I first found out about this stuff, I went into Satan. such an Emotional shock, because it's pure evil. It's pure evil. I'd like to have any one of them have this for even one hour of their life and see how they would handle it, what yeah, we I live know. through. I like well, yeah, the person that's in my attic fall down, let me beat his butt with, with yeah, a good power. Here's the thing, all right. They're not going to escape it. They are not going to escape it. It's going to come around and bite them in the butt. And none of them are shielded. I can promise you that because I can hear what's going on. None of them mm-hmm. are shielded. None of them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, um, that guy that was on the call last night, he was saying that we're walking in a soup of microwave. We're in a soup. Everybody is being affected by this. No one can escape it. The smart meters on the houses, he was saying, create energy in the air, not just coming into your house, but going out into the air. Everybody is getting it. Everybody is getting it. That's hard. Hey, I guess they take some kind of little pill them, I guess. But like you say, what goes around, we all breathe the same air. The whole live on the same soil. So we're all getting the eating. chemtrails. We're not escaping the chemtrails. Mm-hmm. We all need you sunlight. So if they go high on the ground like a mole, they're going to need some sunlight eventually. So yeah, that's all. Right. You know, seeds, no seeds they take and hide and don't replant somewhere. Excuse me. You can't escape them all. Excuse me. You're the right. chemtrails chem are causing all kinds of diseases. No one, no one can escape it. It's just a matter of how strong your immune system is. Okay? I have a list, I have a list of like 30 different, you know, um, things that they're putting in the chemtrails and it causes Alzheimer's, that's rampant now. Parkinson's, heart disease, cancer. These people that are out there stalking us are not going to escape this. They're in the muckety muck too. Mm-hmm. Neil? But for them, the God Almighty dollar rules, so they think they are. They don't see it because they're making megabucks, let me tell you. They're not being paid ten cents an hour. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know, when they when they walk when they hit the wall and they find out they've got cancer or kidney disease or liver disease, what are they going to do? Are they going to realize that they dug their own grave? Yeah, that's right. No, they're going to go to Mars. I've seen a couple of people around those that are perpetrating the crimes that have died already. I know them. Yeah. So it's... uh, Yeah. Wait, wait. Do you know that... How do you know? And also, maybe they just got reassigned. No, I'll tell you what happened. See, I'm in a situation... I really have to be careful. I'm in a situation where... There's a lot of people in one building, and um, in order for them to operate as proficiently as they are, they have to infiltrate apartments, which they have done. Consequently, yes. those people where they are living and and b- becoming parasites off those tenants, those tenants are the ones that are dying, not the perpetrators. The people that were there, see, they people that rent the apartments, they have to sleep there at night. So even if they go into their bedroom and shut the door and these mental midgets have control of the apartment, that stuff is everywhere in their apartment. So consequently, those people have died. Oh. 
The cats like they came by my house at two at ten minutes until two a.m. this morning and sprayed something. They always put like like last night they had shoes, a, a white shoe out there trying to target toward my apartment. Yeah, and I, I mean if it comes in my vent, it's gonna go through the floorboards and everywhere else and get into other person's. You know, even if the target uh, perks too. So she's right. And they're so ignorant and dumb as boxes of rocks that even when people come in to an apartment, they don't stop the smell of the chemicals. It's still there, and it's 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 latent. It's in the air. So um, I am finding ways around this, but I really can't tell you because um, it'll um, yeah don't give you hurt me away. right. So uh, there's somebody in the careful. background that wanted to ask a question. Um, yeah, Neil, um, it's Jody. Um, I wanted to say that, you know, I got a friend that just recently um, got diagnosed with um, cancer, and I was wondering, it made me think of, of you to ask, I wanted to ask you if there was anything that you could suggest that I could maybe suggest to this person that was more of a health alternative. I don't know if if this person could get rife or something like that, if they'd even believe it. But when they are so miserable, and I mean, this is like in four months' time, this person, I hadn't seen him in four months, and when I did last, he looked perfectly fine, and I looked up one look at him, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can see cancer right on him. And I said, are you okay? And he said, no. And they didn't. he didn't come right out, but I could tell he I didn't even see that there was like a basket of medication next to him. I didn't even see that. Like I said, I can just see cancer on people, you know. And then I found out that, you know, I'm not even sure what kind it is, but I know that that's what he's got, you know, because people just weren't wanting to talk about it. But right. Yeah, is, have, is him go, have him go to carnivora.com. Okay. And uh, it's using the Venus flytrap, which has its own immune system. Since it'll, you know, eat hamburger or anything else you give it, flies and all that, it has its own immune system. And so through years of research, they discovered that you could install a, a temporary immune system into a body that was compromised. So there's a lot of people uh, that have jumped on that bandwagon with cancer that are using carnivora and it's not super expensive but it's definitely a a natural way and there's plenty of documentation for the track record of success and then the other thing would be to go to electroherbalism.com mm-hmm. and get what's called the CAFL which is consolidated annotated frequency list. You don't have to write all that. Just put CAFL. Okay. It's a free list of uh, diseases and pathogens from A to Z, and there's got three or four pages of different cancers, and those are the rife frequencies for healing cancers. So if he decides that he wants to get himself a rife machine, uh, depending on how much money he wants to spend, would be how good of a machine he could get. Well, There's... I will certainly try to call him. I mean, I'm interested in that kind of stuff. And, you know, the challenge is people when they get, you know, caught in allopathic medicine, that's all they, you know, can think of. But I'm going to certainly yeah. put it out there for him, and I wanted to ask you about it so I knew, what, you know, had a good idea of what to tell him because you know you would think if somebody's in that position they would just about try anything you know what I'm saying 
Well, yeah, and, you know, anything that I can pass on to people that makes them not support allopathic medicine for that uh, and, you know, many ailments, I'm happy to because uh, they are one of the biggest parts of the organized crime networks. These are the people that made parasites and then profit from the medical and pharmaceutical industry. Let's All right, no, the no. And with, the, can- the, and with the cancer, they say that the you know the, the so-called cure is just as bad, if not worse, than the cancer itself. Well, yeah, and you're going to disable your immune system. It's awful and it's archaic. And the truth is, in about 1938, Royal Raymond Rife was on the front page of many newspapers for coming up with. Not only the first microscope that saw the BCX virus that caused many cancers, which had 5,282 parts, but he came up with the answer to blowing up that using radio frequency. Um, And the, the head of the San Diego AMA, American Murder Association, as I call it, uh, he he had the machines that were being shipped to doctors sabotaged so that they didn't work. And oh, then, I heard you say that before. Yeah, that's yeah. awful. They're crazy. You know, I remember, I remember um, years ago seeing articles about the rife, you know. I really did, and I thought, well, it sounds really good, but I didn't know if it was, like, really real or, you know, or not, because sometimes, you know, these things are out there. You don't know if they're real or not. A lot of times they probably are, you know. Just like, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, people make fun of those National Enquirer magazines, you know, those little right. things put paper tables. I'm telling you what, I picked one up one day, and um, I'm like, you know what, this stuff's real. It's, well, like alter- know, it's like alternative news, you know, and people used to make fun of it and stuff like that, you know, and I hadn't seen one in, oh, my God, so long. And I just couldn't believe what was going on. I'm like, this stuff, this stuff you is, you know. This stuff's got, there's a lot of truth in this. Well, there is. I mean, the proof's in the pudding. If you can take a a colony of pathogens and put it under a microscope and then turn on a radio frequency and record it with a video camera blowing it up, uh, that's pretty obvious. It's, It's no different than the opera singer singing the glass that. You know, mm-hmm. is the point. same resonant frequency, and the glass explodes. So, how would you apply it, like something like um, a deep cancer? I mean, how would you get it to it? Well, what they do is they they run it through plasma tubes with argon gas or some other kinds of gas they use, so the radio frequency is turned into light. Um, and they turn up the carrier waves so that it penetrates every cell in the body. So even intracellular infections get get taken care of. And unlike antibiotics that can't cross the blood-brain barrier, it, it also gets in to uh, the brain. And another thing that's been reported too many times to deny is, uh, you know, if there was a flu or something going around and people ran the frequencies for something like adenovirus, which is what it ended up being, that the parent could be sitting there holding the plasma tubes and have the baby sitting next to him, and the baby got better, too. So it's how, much is a, how, much is a, wow. how much is an effective machine? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Look up James Bear, B-A-R-E. 
or a middle-of-the-road kind of a machine. He puts together a bunch of different components. As far as the top people in the industry for the last 20 years or so, uh, Royal Rife is, you know, the top originator that discovered this. And then Don Tunney in Canada made a, a machine that I actually bought one of his prototypes. Um, the company is Resonant light.com out of Canada and these were machines that could treat a hundred people in a room at a time so if a person had mold in the walls of a house you could turn this machine on in the center of the house and it would kill the mold right through the walls inside the walls it's it's that incredible well I was they, thinking they, more like intracellular kind of like bone cancer yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. You're you're yeah. you're, pe you're penetrating. Put it this way: I put about ten books in a row in front of and around my cordless mouse. I closed it in with layers of books, and then I turned on that machine from Don Tunney, and it just had one 18-inch tube. You didn't have to hold on to it. It just filled the whole room with with those frequencies you programmed in. And it, was that machine. it jammed the signal on the the cordless mouse. Oh, that's cool. We yeah, should make so some of those somehow. It proved it. I know. Well, uh -huh. it turned out that they hated Don Tunney so bad that they radiated him at the border coming from Mexico or going oh, into Mexico, and he died a couple of weeks later. I talked with his wife. The prototype uh -huh. is called an RBT four and it was twenty seven hundred dollars shipped but as far as another machine that's um really made some advancements it's um called the bcx ultra and i know the guy who sells them and his father is the engineer and he has a variety of uh there was the original bcx unit and they made the ultra which had an option to get the tube that you just, you know, put the thing in the room and it'll treat everybody in the room. But the original BCX units uh, just have two plasma tubes that you hold on to. And that, you might be able to pick one of those really up. That is really cool. That is really cool and advanced science. And that's what I think because so much plasma is involved in our targeting with the chemtrails and frequencies, basically that is plasma. Um, that plasma remedies might be what we should be looking at right now. I've been wondering, you know, because I have a lot of different frequency lists um, for different benefits and, of course, mm -hmm. the frequency list for some of the things that are harming us. And I just thought, if I could get down what Barry Trower was saying about phase canceling a frequency, um, would there be some particular frequency that I could turn on that Rife machine, program in that frequency or a set of frequencies and run them and get enough benefit to have it on some of the time? Yeah. Right on my dog first, he's sick. You you might be able to get a BCX, the original unit, for eight to twelve hundred. I would look on eBay and put in Rife machine, and you may run across a few other designs. If you have any questions, just ask me. I'm curious. 
But I, I am familiar with the, the BCX unit. I have one of those. Cause mm-hmm. I, thought I lost my RBT4 in the fire. I think I heard somebody that, say before that you can actually um, download, like, frequencies off the Internet. Did anybody ever hear that? You can. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know about, um, I mean, if you look up James Bear, you'll find that he's using stereo amplifiers and a variety of components, which are very similar to the prototype that Don Tunney used. And I'm here to tell you, it, it's very, very powerful. Uh, there was one chick who was downloading frequencies and plugging into her computer and putting an earbud in her belly button to beat Lyme disease. So she'd sit there with the earbud in her belly button while she was working. But uh, as as to whether doing it through sound would be effective enough for an intracellular kind of a problem, I, I don't have the information to verify whether it would or not. But there is quite a variety of of applications. And one of the things that's apparently important is that the carrier wave is right. And if I remember, it was like 3.1 or 3.2 megahertz. And the reason that it was important was because if the carrier wave is set right, then it will get to intracellular infections too. Okay. So super high frequency would do that, not low? You said megahertz, not hertz. Well, yeah, no. It just, just look at it as uh, a carrier wave would be the wave that would get it there. And the signal wave would be the actual frequency you programmed in. Yeah. And since, you know, I, I don't have all that theory behind me, I wouldn't explain it better. But that's how Nick Begich explained it in Controlling the Human Mind, okay. that the carrier wave gets at the distance. So, I mean, it's very yeah. similar to having a radio station, and then you're just programming yeah. in the particular frequencies off that CAFL list on electroherbalism.com for whatever your particular ailments are. I mean, well, it, you know a, what, it, that's interesting because maybe radio stations could be used if we knew the frequency that would heal. Say, you you know, you knew it had to be 101.1, which over here is like an R&B rap station, but that might be the frequency that you need. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just kind of a, a loop out that way. But, um kind of well, curious how we could use radio that we could tune on our own that would mimic the same results. Yeah, I mean, uh, Robert Duncan's perspective when he came on one of the R&D calls was if you were to come up with a method to phase cancel the frequencies by playing a frequency for lack of being technically minded enough to say 180 degrees out from the frequency that's harming you um, would be phase canceling. He said the problem is their signal processors would change to get around what you were doing faster than yours could. True, but let's say with music, you're not going to have more than four or five minutes of a certain you know, range or orchestral uh, orchestral uh, arrangement, and next thing will be four or five minutes later is another song with a different arrangement. So you're you're playing with frequencies by playing music as well. I wonder if you mix two two songs together or three per- periodically throughout. 
that well, that you know, period of time, how that will go. The difference that I'm finding in tuning to 432 hertz instead of 440 for A, um, the difference in how it feels listening to the song as I'm playing it is incredibly obvious. And this is the solfeggio frequencies that we're healing and balancing for us, even repairing damaged DNA. So when the military started doing experiments and, uh, wow. you know, setting it up so that the frequencies we would get hearing music would be completely missed, uh, that it was done on purpose. And then Len Horowitz and, and Dr. Puglio came forward with some of this information and what was it called? The biological apocalypse, something or other. Uh, had all that information in there about it, and I decided to pursue it and retune my instruments that I play, and uh, I feel the difference. I mean, there's just a sense of well-being from from playing those songs. So yeah, gonna... I have actually, I've actually yeah, found yeah. Uh, mantras uh, that were recorded at four three two, and there are repeated Om mantras that uh, I found on YouTube that you can find those too. Mm-hmm. Just look that up on YouTube and you can listen and play. Some of them are like eight hours long, 11 hours long. Oh, wow, yeah. Well, I'll give you an example. Um, let's see, there's a song I wrote called Set You Free. Listen to the words too. Okay. Hey. Yeah, I like that. I thought I've heard that song before. Hmm. It has a little bit tune to like the song he has on YouTube describing uh, the one called Waves of Darkness. Just oh. a tad of little um, similar oh. melody. I should look up his YouTube. What happened to him? Did he get disconnected? I don't know. 
That's why I came on too. I'm like, okay, what happened? <laughs> I guess I'll be back. Unless he's trying to maybe have to switch back to something in the computer. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe for those who are on yeah. the uh, chat line thing. So he has a YouTube channel? Yeah. Um, what is it called? Merlin22. Yeah, she got it. Merlin? I think What's like a movie or something. In the M E R Y Y L. What if I just spell it? Maybe you can just key the word. You might can just put ways of darkness, and then when you scroll down, and you might have to go scroll, and then just see his name, like you say, Marilyn Twenty Two. Okay, so he has a song called Ways of Darkness on there. Mhm. I used to can look at YouTube on my phone. I used to do all all kind of functions on my phone while I'm talking, but now it won't do it anymore. I used to bring up YouTube. I used to bring up uh, Google. Now it says, you're not online. You're not connected. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I found it, but I don't see a picture of what I was curious what it looked like. I found it. Oh, you know, I have a picture in my mind of Neil. I picture him with, like, white hair. Kind of like middle, maybe like late forties or fifties. Yeah, probably in his fifties at least. The way he things he talk about, and um, I picture yeah, him I being like about. I picture him being like maybe like five eight or something. Yeah. Um, kind of medium build. I don't know. I just see him as a teddy bear, and I would give him a big hug. <laughs> and his and his friend's girlfriend too. I haven't looked up um because first I forgot how to spell uh never <laughs> remember. Then um but I don't I like to go and look up some things to see you know, see her on YouTube. I don't know what either one of them look like, but I just appreciate what they do and how they talk and listen to us and the yeah, face, you know. Most of us are all in from different backgrounds. Different states. I mean, they did this. They, whoever designed this program, they it, it was just a master plan. I hate to say it like that, but they knew. But uh, but yet, they what they fail to see is that the human spirit, the our desire to go forward, our, yeah. our desire to want to help ourselves and help others, and want to see the see the good work out. You yeah. know. That's that, a surprise. It's a God-given gift. It is. But it must be interesting to see that, you know, no matter, even if we're beaten up, that we still want to help others and mm-hmm. get the truth out and be there for one another and support each other, even if we're barely standing up ourselves, you know. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. We're created to care. I mean, we, that's what distinguishes us from robots and other devices. They can give. They might give them a form of being able to understand. Okay, this is a word, and okay, well, I don't like the way that that doesn't sound. That type of template sounds like that person is not happy. Robots might. They might give them that that kind of thing, or they might say, "Oh, they got a high pitch sound. Oh, they happy. That means they, you know." Mm-hmm. But the feeling, the inter emotion connected with our mind and heart. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the soul, the being, the person. No, they can't give them that. 
That's that's, mm-hmm. that's a direction from a creator himself. They might be makers, but they're not the major creator. They're not the earth. They're not the universal creator. No. No, they're the opposite. The antithesis, the opposite of creation, is destruction. Mm-hmm. That's how I've always felt. Kind of ruin the earth, take all the minerals, sucking up all the water. And now yeah. they say like London Bridge falling down. You know, they some some kind of movie they say London is falling or something. Movies to me like they come out faster and faster. When I was like, I feel like in my about teens in the seventies. You have to wait a long time for a movie to come out and you can buy it. <laughs> I mean, you have to wait a long time. Yeah. That's really related to me, but I remember. <laughs> Shoot. I mean, now before you can even blink your eyes, it's already on DVD or something. Like, I know. Less than about a, I think a month or something. It'll be out at the red box thing. You're right. We had to wait forever for it to be on yeah, video. Yeah, but it was okay, yeah, you know. But this is like you see the world is speeding. It's like the world is speeding up, you know. It's accelerating. Like it's, it's really uh, like they've been saying, accelerating. Yeah, uh, technology's accelerated. Yeah, but you know, in like the Neil universe, did the survey last week about trying to think. I did not vote yes, but I remain neutral. But he said something about, "Do y'all feel the world is different from what it was when we were young?" you know, each person's perspective of you. And I didn't know which, I can say yes and no. Since he didn't elaborate, I didn't know which way to go on that, so I just didn't vote yes or no. Oh, I'm uh, careful how I word that, because some of the stuff, it's amazing how many people hit star eight. You say about one-fourth, right? I don't know how many people on the yeah. line, but you say yeah. about one-fourth. That's a large number, I would think. Was. I mean, I can say it sure is hotter. They said last year was the hottest. Okay, go ahead. Ask a question, my my friend. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead, Pam. Oh, I just wondered if anybody was experiencing, um, like I walk out and I look under my skin, and they're making my skin real thin, like I'm seven years old. Oh, yeah. Well, I, was, I think most no, of them. No, mine is just dry. Just super it's dry. It's paper thin, and it's got these, like, corpuscles or something under the skin. Yeah, they're bursting red blood marks all over my arms. Like, yeah, I was... Just, huh? Yeah. Like the liver spots? Uh, no, that's white, huh? A no, these are... I don't know what the hell they are. It's blood. They did it to me, too. They did it on my face, like capillaries or something. I have, like, a right. big cap. You know, I don't know what how they do it. I just don't see how they got to use drugs. No offense. But, I mean, they got to do do something. That's what, um, what's his name? Brian has said one time, he said the people who go in the astral whatever room it is, he called it some kind of room in the, in the NSA or something, and they have to take drugs so that they can um, be able to get past in all the gruesome stuff they're doing to men, women, and children, and probably pets too, you know, but mainly, you know, our experiments and stuff. And they probably do. You know? I don't know. I think I, I don't think know. Cause they they that hard-hearted. I don't see how tears wouldn't be boohooing out of their eyes, you know. 
seeing hurting older people and children, defenseless people, seeing people crying because they have no family members. Like, I don't want to go back and but I know how she feels. It's none of my yeah, family don't really believe me. The only sister that kind of show interest in believing me, and they targeting her. She she texted yeah. me and said her mailbox was torn, door was torn off. I told her call reported to the um, postmaster uh, inspector general. Yeah, I mean they've seen us screaming. I mean I've screamed in pain. Oh, I, I have mean, too. In anguish and you know, and then uh, just hideous things. I mean they I can make you I'm <laughs> serious. They do all kind of crazy stuff. Oh, I'm serious. Yeah, I any had kind of bodily function. I had a twenty second poot. I'm like, whoa! I jumped up and looked back at the commode myself. I'm like, wow! What was <laughs> and nothing behind it. Just you know, gas. I'm like, oh my. I mean, yeah, people would not believe. Like I'm see, you know. For somebody hearing this, they would think it's funny, you know, like, oh, okay, just they're making a movie, I guess. But in real life, that's what they're like. It just seems so unbelievable. You know, that it is people can touch you at night, you know, anywhere. I don't care how you turn or color up. I, I sleep crosswise to bed, kind of diagonal to bed most times. I wake up, I'd be turned another direction. My pillow be on the floor, and I am a bed sleeper by nature. And I wake up talking in my sleep. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, oh, like this is just ridiculous. And I know I snore, so maybe I'd be like, whoever getting getting they getting the good thrill hearing me. That's <laughs> a minute I know I snore. But sometimes I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'm sweating, man. Yeah, sleep is always a And sometimes I be in my congregation and. I, I think they either miss me, trying to hit me, make me sweat, or they hit the person next to you to make them remember. Remember when you said that by that person? It's like this girl that was sitting by me, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, is he having a hot flash? He had to stand up. He stood up and was standing. <laughs> it's not funny, but I felt so embarrassed. I said, why are these people doing this to this man? You know, I might not have thought much about it if it was a lady because – you know, we women tend to have hot flashes, especially at certain ages. But now you realize it's not just hot flashes. They are doing yep. it to people. Figure They're making out. them the body do temperature. That. They can make you hot. They can make you cold. They can make you yeah. cold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, watch Few Oscar Meyer labels. It's embarrassing. When you start seeing <laughs> Oscar Meyer on your skin, get an ice cube. Like it's burning me on my backside right now. I have a mirror under my sofa. I guess when I put that mirror on the first part, they moved a little whatever they were doing. I heard her down there moving something. And then she said that must be coming back to her. I move another spot and they be burning me on my rear. Already I'm no behind and then disappeared since I was targeting. <laughs> I wish one day we can actually write a book and, and and laugh and then close the book and then store it in the fire and say, now it's all over. And then wake up and have a, a free life. <laughs> really? Oh, but but until, but for until, everybody, for everybody. Yeah, yeah but until <laughs> that happens, and it's nice to think that way, I still yeah. just shut it. Make it through the day. I'm like, I'm just gonna get through That's the day. That's true. That's true. I'm not gonna dwell too much. Yeah. No, you like can't do it yet. We no. 
And so I'm like, I, I appreciate these calls. I don't care. Somebody else might be wanting to breathe hard or cough all up through it. Now, of course, people can cough. I, I got choked on a piece of rice earlier. And I was laughing so hard at something Neil said. I wound up hitting, trying to hit mute to let him know I was laughing. I wound up hitting, hitting in. Because <laughs> so I'm just trying to get through the day. I mean, I appreciate this call. I look forward to it. Especially when you live by yourself, mm-hmm. and like yeah. I would love to have another pet, but because of the talking, I will not. I don't ever want a pet, and I've been around animals all my life. Everything from chickens to dogs to goats to hogs to <laughs> the rabbits to raccoons. <laughs> I want them all, and the geese. I mean, but I don't want a pet. If I, I love cats. I love cats. Uh, around there, want to ask a question? Yeah, Neil. A few mm. weeks ago, you gave you gave a list out, you know, and it was like all these like crimes they're doing against us. It said stuff like animal cruelty on it, and then recycling, which I don't know what that is. And I tried writing down what I could of that. I just wondered if do you, do you have that list available again sometime that you could tell us go through it again and, and tell us to what recycling meant. Was that uh, in Skizit's newsletter? Um, you know, you 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 recited it on a call. I'm not sure because I've never actually gotten one of um, Skizit's newsletters, and um, I want to. I'm going to start getting on the computer um, soon. Me either. I don't get it. Oh, I'm sorry. Cause... And um, but it said like there was like slander and theft and vandalism and medical malpractice and I tried writing them all down. I think there was like a list of thirty or something like that. I think I only wrote down like eighteen of them. But um, there was there was something about recycling and I'm like, well, what is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't recall um that being in one of her newsletters, so I'm not sure what link I was reading it off. But was it something somebody said? Would you read this? Um, no, I don't think so. I think you came up with it, and you said it was something like a a list of of crimes or perpetrations that they're committing against us, like agent provocateur and and identity theft and fraud and espionage and and perjury and obstructing justice. It was a few weeks, maybe about three weeks ago. Yeah, I don't recall. Maybe it was something to do with looping. When you say recycling, it might be cycling thoughts, like or events, like repeating events, so that you get entrained. That might be what it was. Oh, I did, yeah, I didn't know what it was. I didn't get a full a full um, list on that. So you, you you don't. Well, if you think of it, you know, let us know. And uh, you know, I'd like to kind of complete that list if I could. It was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't recall. I'm more brain dead than you think I am. Oh, I don't think you're not. (laughs) I don't think you're not. (laughs) It's only an illusion. Don't get attached to any. No, he probably sleeps because it's later there. He's not real. No brain death here. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you too. Does um, Skizzit still do that hush mail? Was that a good thing? Do you recommend that? No, um, they've been infiltrated by the NSA, but you might try protonmail.com. Oh, I never heard of that. Okay. Never heard of that. I'm sorry, I never asked for a news genetic. I remember when Derek 
when Derek was the president, I, I got maybe one or two newsletters, and then I just, I mean, everything just stopped. Not only newsletters, but other emails too. Now, I, if I get a, if I get one, it might be five or six days, might be two weeks later. <laughs> like about telling me about Pally Roll, which I don't have any money. Now, they most times will send that one through because I guess they said, he, he, she ain't got no money. She went back there. You know, the stuff like about my car or something else. It might be, it's usually going to be late. I don't uh-huh. usually know if I get it. So, well, I don't even deal with evening things. I, I just tell yeah. people I don't even have, uh, you know, well, I don't like to lie if I don't have it, but I just say, you're not likely going to get through on my email. It's better to text to me than anything, you know. I keep getting all kind of weird phone numbers calling me, but no, let's stay on subject. I'm kind of hyper. Kind of. This is what happens when you live by yourself. You kind of talk. <laughs> Need to do this in my congregation because nobody really, really knows me. I don't miss two two meetings. Well, I don't ever hardly. I need to go door to door more, but anyway, that's another thing. And it's a big congregation. But um, don't get yourself too isolated. It, I mean, yeah. most of us start out alone. I spend a lot of time alone. Most of us is targeted because we live alone, yeah. or you know, we have a, an independent streak. You know that, so we're not like everybody at the mall or something. So, yeah. but you can't let yourself get like where you're afraid to socialize. It's true. I mean, I have numbers, and like I text, like if I like when they was talking about Prince, and I heard some things about it, as I'm sure you guys have. Um, some people even said he talked about um, the the can get the word out. He was just talking about the the uh, what not butter uh, the chemtrails, and they was kind of speculating that maybe that's why he was killed. I was listening to. Um, on iHeart Radio, the AM station, five five sixty AM. It's iHeart with Clyde Clyde, say Clyde Lewis. And he talked a lot about some of the Prince songs and um in fact he even played a thing say back to nineteen I think it was nineteen ninety eight where Prince did a concert in overseas, I wanna say Finland or Norway somewhere. And he said, I got to get back to the um, uh, to America, y'all, to America, because the bombs are coming. The bombs are coming. Uh, Assad and Bin Laden is coming. And this was in, uh, he said, 1998. And that actually happened in 2001, right? No, actually it happened around, no, actually Bin Laden bombed one of the ships first. Um. Do you remember that? I think that happened around ninety-seven, ninety-eight. What? So some that people thinking around. maybe he's some kind of prophet, some prince. But because um, there's some other things he said about. Thanks for telling me. I, I don't recall that, but I, yeah, that I, happened. But, yeah. And he's like this. He said in his song, he had another lady on there, Clyde Lewis, did too. And he said um, they were reading over Prince's song about go, let's go crazy. You know that song? Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he talked about, about sign of the times. You're, oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, really but it's a particular thing he said in that song. He said something about the elevator and uh, Clyde Lewis, the uh, person on the on his show, he said that, 
he had talked to a person, L.A. Reed, which was one of Prince, Prince's friends, and Prince had told him, you know what the elevator means, right? And he said, no. He said, that means the devil. And he, ironically, he died on an elevator, and they was talking about it in his song about don't let the elevator bring you down. No, let's go. Push, them, push oh. a higher button, you know, go to a higher higher floor. I can't remember exactly how I go. I actually have the season where I have that cassette okay, somewhere. I don't, all right. I don't actually know that song. That was probably later on in his career because I know most of his 80s music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the later song? Let's go crazy. Let's go crazy. Yeah, that's really, yeah, that's really <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Somebody told me something about it today, too, that apparently he supposedly was on uh I don't know if it was that show called South Park or something at one point in time, something like the 57th episode. And then he died when he was 57. And hmm. um, and they said something about, it was something really satanic, not him, because he was really spiritual. But, in the end, um, yeah. <laughs> right, but he, supposedly they, they were saying that he, they used him, his name is Prince, um, they used him as a sacrifice, and he was a yeah, prince. And I, I think heard they I heard talked about that too. Queen, yeah, died on the Queen's ninth, the Queen of England's on her ninetieth birthday. birthday. And, and they were talking the, about. Go ahead. Yeah. You, she, I heard that they talked about all that on that station. I'm telling you about on iHeart Radio, that uh, that show with Clive Lewis. That they said like that too. Really bizarre. And they were saying because they they colored Niagara fall water purple or something. Because you know he always uh, seen purple, Minnes- right? I think there's the water by Minnesota. There's a um, oh okay, and they 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 were saying it wasn't really for Prince. They believed that was really that was set up for the Queen, and um, they did say oh, that too. Oh, that yeah, it was a I sacrifice. Heard, um, yeah, some some uh, where was it? Was it New York City, the Empire State Building, or something like that? Oh no, heard, in California, California, oh, one of their I, heard, uh, I think the City Hall or something. L.A., oh, I think it was. Well, I heard there was something. Yeah, I did hear there was something crimson, like crimson red. And they shine like made it purple for the. Well, the purple was it, for uh, his hometown there in Minneapolis. Oh, it was yeah. like a waterfall. And it was coming at like thirteen, like thirteen hours since he had uh, been seen. He was dropped off home. It was like thirteen hours later that they found him. You know, it, we don't know. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. There, there. To say it the way the radio host said, he said it is kind of mystic, the mystic, and strange things behind it. But he said, I don't, I can't just say that's the Illuminati. But he said that his guest, I can't remember her name, but she too was bringing up a lot of uh, coincidences that were related to things that either Prince sang. And they even had uh, one lady say she called in on the show and she was talking about how they played some of his songs backwards, that back mask, masking something. And she was saying one song, say, hello, I'm fine. And something about Jesus is coming. Mm-hmm. You say on some songs, say some song you can't play on the radio, Nikki something, I don't want to talk about it. But, but um. I didn't know what she was meaning. Can't play on the radio. And then she went on to talk about it. But anyway, something sexual. But um, 
that, yeah, she was just saying it plays, she had some kind of device that can play back masking or whatever they call it. I've heard of it before. Because even I've heard one person say they did it on YouTube for Obama, and he, well, he was saying, we yes, we can. Yes, we can. And they said they played it backwards, and he was saying, sweet Satan, sweet Satan. Oh my God! Better stop that. I don't know. I'm just telling you what they say. I know some things are believable. It's like this we going through don't seem believable, and it is happening. So, <sighs> whatever the case, he's resting. Currency is, and um, I'm sorry, you guys. I think I talk more on here. Not doing. No, this. you're fine. You're fine. You got a good attitude. I like listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You got a good I mean, I, attitude. I, yeah. Thank you. I'm trying. I, I just feel honored to be able to talk with other fellow um, TIs too. And um, see, we all trying to get through this together and encourage one another. And I don't know if Neil played a beginning song. It seemed like I always, I look at the clock and he'd be like, oh, it's not even eight yet. And then the next time I look at the clock, it'd be almost nine o'clock. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if you played was... a song or not. I I missed uh, the first 20 minutes. I, I look up and it was 8:35. I was recording and just lost in doing what I was. Yeah, because I was trying to cook, and I mean, sometimes you do that. You know, you you stop and do something, and then I'm like, oh, I got time. And then next minute, like you said, I looked up again. It was saying uh, 8:44. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> a few minutes. But for some reason, I've been hearing this song. It's like, hold your head up. Hold your head up. Hold your head up. Oh, that might be the right thing. Hold your head high. Uh, uh, I just, I just got a report that the magnetosphere has collapsed and there's 180 foot waves in the Atlantic Ocean. Right now. Keep singing Was for it? us, honey. Hold your head high. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that Go news to, or what is that? Yeah, tell it's us not, the truth it, now. It's on BP Earthwatch. Um, oh, yeah, look, I'll go check him out, but I hadn't had time and go today. I, I just put the, link in the um, I put the link in the chat room, but it says alarming two-hour collapse of Earth's shields, 180-foot waves in Atlantic, and BP Earthwatch, his channel, he's not sensationalizer type of person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's very factual and has uh, yeah. all these numbers and details and stuff of things. So, Wait, like, which way is the which way is the wave going towards the east coast or towards Europe? I don't know, but I might trade my Chevy Nova in for a boat. Look <laughs> <laughs> so be like this lady. I'm telling you, over here in Houston, when the flood came, one day showed this, this black lady, yeah. you know, it's supposed to always have to have some kids. Let me stop. Well, it's not please, nice, please, please, no, But she's yeah, trying to get her kids now. She had a kid floating in, the, floating in the refrigerator. She opened the refrigerator, took the food out, and <laughs> she got in the refrigerator with her kids floating in it to get out the flood. I'm serious. <laughs> If he's no B oh, yeah, you know, maybe, 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 maybe no, it's she's the answer answer of, um, the that they're supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, inducing. I think it's Nibiru coming in, just like I said that last time yeah. about that, that flood. They said that, that buoy, that Emma buoy had a 100 uh, feet flood. 
I mean, not flood, a hundred foot wave, and they could not like understand why that was. Like it. Oh, and oh, one of my neighbors on here said that's Nibiru. Oh my! Let's show you Neil. Hold your head high. Maybe we should change the words from "hold your head high" to "kiss your ass goodbye." You sound like my mom. She always do stuff. I forgot to beat myself. Sorry. This is so insane. You just have to like. Yeah, I'm telling you. I don't normally like. hysteria, going. Oh shit! Can I lay down tonight? I got a water bed. Maybe I won't notice the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Now I want to know which way is the wave going, because that's kind of important news if it's true. I know. It's true. Go go do the thing. Well, it's easy to find oil if you use Google Earth, and they have waves. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go look up B P Earth. B like boy. P like Paul. And then the word Earth, like we live on. Watch. Right, I looked it up later. Nah, it's, it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's a 12-minute video, up. so it's not long. Okay. Now, was it pre- It was precipitated by um, a break in the magnetosphere? Yeah. Uh, That's that CERN thing, I bet you're doing all that. That CERN, uh, when they do something with that CERN, blow up the, send all this electronic magnetic uh some oh, kind of big yeah. beam out into the to the universe. They're going to beam uh, us away from here. They're going to beam themselves cool. away to keep going. It says the magnetosphere. Hey, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, Whoa. right. It says magnetosphere <laughs> collapsed in space today for two hours. That's scary. But it's solar wind. That's scary. What, what, what kind of radiation coming in here? Yeah. It could have been a solar wind or something because there's a big... Uh, Coronal Hall facing the Earth now. Yeah, he talked about all those CMEs on there. You can go to his, excuse me, you go to his station. And I like well, his station, my, his channel, because he don't talk a lot. He don't do a lot of talking. It's just use the short videos, 15 minutes or less. Right. Okay, I'll look that up later. I'm not on the web right now. I'm just focused on the call, so I'll look it up later. Oh, my God. The earth, the magnetosphere is what protects Earth from solar winds and some radiation. Collapsed right. for two hours. Says deep within the Earth, a fierce molten core is generating a magnetic field capable of defending our planet against devastating solar winds. The protective right. field called the magnetosphere extends thousands of miles into space, and its magnetism affects everything: global communication, animal migration, weather patterns. The magnetosphere is the region of space surrounding Earth, where the dominant magnetic field is the magnetic field of Earth rather than the magnetic field of interplanetary space. The magnetosphere is formed by the interaction of the solar wind with Earth's magnetic field. Then it shows this figure illustrates the shape and size of the Earth's magnetic field that is continually changing as it's buffeted by the solar wind. Okay, so picture this, you guys. They're messing with underground CERN. Magnus Olsen, in a recent interview with Alfred Lambermont Weber, was saying that there's an underground harp machine. I don't know how that's verifiable, but there's some talk about the variety of stuff that's going on underground. So these cocky, arrogant uh, 
scientists with, can I be so graphic as to say, little dick syndrome that are playing with things that they shouldn't be playing with. Focus your thoughts right now on their systems collapsing and us getting our world back. Easier to do, Neil, would be to focus on the magnetosphere to strengthen it with your thoughts. That would be uh, easier. Focusing okay. on a surfboard. Same thing to flip the, gra- the glass upside down. How to say glass half full or half empty. She did the half full one. <laughs> well, I'm actually talking about physics. If you, if your yeah. thought is strong enough, you can strengthen the magnetic field. Mm-hmm. You can strengthen the magnetic field around your body for starters. But if you want to, that would be a good exercise too. Okay. I tell you guys, please write down Revelation 11, verse 18. Chapter 11, verse 18 of Revelations. What does that say? Write it down. Revelations chapter 11, verse 18. Okay. I said the last few verses, the last few words in it. Bring to ruin those running the earth. That pretty much sums it up. Mm-hmm. In other words, the earth ain't going nowhere. It might seem like it is, and it might actually be a. It could be a nuclear war. It could be, could be an asteroid hit the earth. But it's, that scripture gonna be fulfilled. Gonna bring the ruin those running the earth. Something big. We'll see who those are. Something big has definitely got to happen. There's another report that says that Nibiru or Nibiru has the the capabilities to interface with the nanotechnology that's in us. Yeah. I wonder, too. Right. I have wondered, I didn't want to say it, but I kind of wonder for a long time, are they trying to make us be so, become solar panels or something? Well, you know, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, I mean, I had a dream. Well, seriously, of, I have wondered that. I, I had a not. dream. <laughs> that's a great image. <laughs> Until it gets real. I mean, I've been in full body pain for over 20 years, and I had a dream one night that aliens were sucking electrical energy off of my pain-filled nerves. And a couple days later, I saw this psychic lady who was uh, a lesbian that hated men, so she had said some pretty rude things to me. We didn't like each other. And I, I just said, hey, Hawk, I said, I had this weird dream last night. I said, do you have any feelings about it? And she, I go, have you ever heard of this before? And she looked at me real serious, and she goes, no. And I said, uh, what do you get? Is it true? And, and she just looked at me very serious and said, yes. So, you know, I mean, everything that's going on that's out of balance is parasitic, so if they're, you know, I mean, we contemplate just about anything we could think of on this call. So I'll, you know, feel free to to share whatever comes to mind if it ends up empowering us. But the Hopi prophecy was saying, yeah, prepare for, uh, you know, physical disaster, have a cave to go in and some food and, you know, all the things that you'd need that would make you get through but what they said was the most important thing is to have your heart in the right place. Mm-hmm. And that's what I see is I see those with less than a pure heart faltering more and not doing good. 
and those that see the importance of, of keeping their interactions with themselves and each other and the world uh, as pure as they possibly can are, are showing a little bit more stamina. So for yep, what it's even worth, if they fall down, they can be resurrected. Well, I mean the Praise fact that God. yeah, it's said that it's a hostile thing, and so on a physical level, you might say, you know, if there's going to be uh, gamma rays and asteroid debris, and there's going to be a mess and all that, that's that's one thing. But if you're talking about being able to control the nanotechnology um, through whatever tech they have on their planet. And the Hopis are saying that they have, you know, bad motives, that the blue star passed as a warning that the red star, which is Nibiru or Planet X, uh, is not a good thing. And that this prophecy was, you know, carried down through ancestors for for at least over 100 years. That this, this may be something to consider. And, and all of a sudden my mind just really snapped over to... We, you know, to hell with the implants. I'm not digging them out with a pocket knife, but <laughs> if we can do something with uh, the nanotech to strip off that outer coating and then EMP it, uh, I'll have you all, you know, do your ion detox foot bath, and then you can go down to the local scrap metal place and, uh, you know, pay them 20 bucks to stand under that giant magnet that picks up cars. And just EMP the heck out of you and and disable <laughs> this nanotech. Uh, we do you know what my hair would be like? It already stuck <laughs> up on my head. On brand, you could make you look bland, but honestly, well, I see where you go. <laughs> well, well, you best be singing like Aretha Franklin then. Let the wear afro, but it looks like it when I wash it because it's all natural. <laughs> I think I'm like laughing. Come on, y'all. Y'all laughing at me. I'm supposed to do what you bought on, y'all. I'm sorry. I hear people laugh. Hopefully, I'm never offensive to anybody. Oh, my God. I don't see anybody hanging up, so. See, it's 12.30 here. Anybody got anything on their mind? I'm not overly talkative tonight. Nora? I had a quick question. Go ahead. There's a, I'm brand new to this whole conference call thing. Okay. Uh, do do the scholar waves, do they do anything to deflect any of this? Well, Magnus Olsen is talking about uh, the scalar and how they're using the electric and the magnetic portion of scalar, which apparently goes through everything, and um, let's see, somewhere here I've got a report that I could read. 
He's talking about there being some kind of another scalar wave that you could create uh, that would neutralize the effect of it. And, and this is just in a recent interview. Um, let me just take one quick moment here and say, uh, hey, everybody, spend 30 seconds and send some good healing energy to Magnus Olsen. He was attacked viciously in Spain in mid-February, and they just about killed him. So, you know, just send some good thoughts his way. Let's see, in the scalar section, element OPQRS. Document I have that in. There's a man named Puharich that came up with a way to make a scalar antenna that I feel very curious about. And it's talking about taking a piece of wire and twisting it so that the twists are, say, every inch equally all the way. Um, 180 degrees, which cancels the magnetic portion of the electromagnetic scalar field. It's some type of an antenna um, that uses coils. So there's two coils on a, a plastic tube of P PVC pipe. And I just have a feeling about it and haven't gotten around to whether it's solid wire or it's, uh, you know, insulated stranded wire. I would think it would be enamel-coated copper wire like they used to wind transformers. Um, but, but there may be something about making something that would be considered like phase-canceling uh, the, the scalar waves that are going through everything and, and not doing good things to us. I've been uh, fighting with this whole uh, targeting my hands, targeting my feet, targeting my neck, and I've got a lot of spinal injuries. So they're swelling and burning my hands during the night. And I've been really looking at this. Uh, I came across a scalar wave. Uh, I think it's Q wave. K, or uh, Q U wave. And it caught my notice because I've, I've been researching a lot into this since I've been undergoing this for quite a few years. Yeah, but, the Q, uh, you mean as far as the Q-Wave, the unit that you can buy? Mm -hmm. what, what's reported is that it works for a while and then it doesn't work. Do you have your windows covered with anything in where you're getting burned? You know, like foil. The uh, double doors and they have the little window panes and it has a copper on one side facing out and foil regular uh foil on the inside. Are are those metal window frames? Uh, no, just regular. Or wood or plastic? Is that a newer not an alloy metal? Oh, okay. Uh, if there was any way that you can run a bare wire down into the earth and and ground out your window frame too. I just want to make sure that you're not getting uh laser that's burning it. There's also maser, and because... Well, actually, I was thinking it's the... Uh, they're using, to do that, the uh, ultrasonics, using those little speakers, 
maybe they're using electromagnetic uh, frequency or thermals to target my hands and yeah. different parts of my body, but I think it's uh, um, ultrasonics that they're using. Yeah, there there's some uh, there's some information that Skizit has on the the Citizens Against Harmful Technology website about infra and ultrasound that may be yeah. pertinent to that. I'm no expert in it, so I'm not going to try and add anything. Yeah, but I also want to uh, ask if you have any allergies and if you have any chemical allergies because they will use that uh, to create inflammation and then hit on top of it, make it worse? Hmm. I, I don't have any way of checking that, but I've noticed I've, I've slowly developed this electric sensitivity. Oh, yeah, we're getting all, everyone's getting that. Hmm. Are you seeing but, any little red dots mm-hmm. on your skin? Like little blisters? Uh, actually, I don't know, if, is it some kind of rule we're not supposed to identify ourselves or something? Well, uh, there, there's something about a a pretty smart lady that put up a website. I can't remember the name of it. Her name's Elizabeth Plourd, P-L-O-U-R-D-E. I talked with her about an hour on the phone about three years ago, and she had become so electrosensitive, and she took note that uh, she had these little red dots on her skin, and then found out about heavy metals causing her to be more electrosensitive. And so she went through chelation to get rid of the the heavy metal, and she became less electrosensitive. Uh, she ended up having to move out in the country and, you know, have solar panels and be in a place that was as far from cell towers and everything. Couldn't be around anything wireless. But after she did this purge, um, the red dots stopped, and her sensitivity became less enough that she was able to move back into the city. Oh, wow. So you might not, consider the ion <coughs> detox foot bath if you're not familiar with it. Do you have a pencil there? No, actually, uh, I wrote some of that down. I heard you earlier. Uh, it's uh, I'm getting these little little blisters on my hand, but it's been a concern on my throat from the last almost five months. They they changed to this kind of a, uh, it feels like pins and needles on my hands. And then I started getting these red, these brown spots on my neck. and went from just a couple, and then every extreme attack was like once or twice a week, and in between was just... You know, Do they itch? May I ask? Excuse me. I'm sorry to interrupt, but do they itch? No. I know one time they were using the frequency on me that made me scratch my bottom leg so much. I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah. I have dots. Well, in my case, black. I mean, still today. I mean, I thought something was biting. I was allergic to something that that was their way of making me come back home from my from a friend's house, trying to flee from them. Well, one thing uh, I consider doing, just let me say this while I remember, is get a digital camera and snap some pictures just now oh, and yeah. then. And, and don't think about, I'm going to go get my camera because they may turn off what they're doing. But what's reported, and, and I do have a, a guy who's taken pictures of Mazer, because I'm not positive about the delivery system being used to cause those effects with you. 
But uh, Oh, no, no, no. Actually, I wanted to throw in there. If you go to, have you heard of AmazingOne.com? Yeah. yeah. They have uh, some of those um, uh, handheld weapons, and it seems like, you know, the next-door neighbors, are, there's incidences where they they just blatantly, you know, kind of showed they weren't too discreet when they were attacking me. And I saw parts of it. Yeah, but what Neil is saying is if you photograph, if you can get, you know, first of all, they know you're going to get the camera out. They're going to stop what they're doing. But you, if you have blisters on your hand, it might be good just to document that. And then and then you can work on yeah. detoxing, whatever. No, the, actually, the those little red dots, i got two of them on my Apple... Adam's apple, and around all that now is a bunch of brown spots. Yeah, just take a picture of it, and then you can start working it out. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking you might be getting sensitive to chemtrails as well, because they will go into your throat, on your hands, on your car. You, you should look at a cause and effect map of your activities and when the attacks get worse. It might be that you touch your car, you go somewhere, you breathe in from the vents, and then your attacks are worse that night or the next day. It could be that they're waiting for the chemicals to work to work their way into your blood system. Just hmm. think about, you know, all of those cause and effects that there might be related to it. Right. Yeah, and you diff, you you want to be taking vitamin C to get rid of as much free radicals as you can. And uh, if you want to make your own ion detox. You just use a battery charger, and you put it on start mode, and then put it on two amps. Like you're doing a trickle charge, and you get two L-shaped shelf brackets made out of steel or stainless steel. Don't use aluminum or copper or anything weird like that. Um, And then you get a piece of plastic about a quarter inch thick, one or two pieces of that, whatever you got laying around, and you put it in between the two L brackets. One L bracket will be facing the right way uh, as if it were a letter, and the other one will be facing as if you were looking at an L in the mirror. And the two, one or two pieces of plastic in between the two L brackets sitting on the bottom, uh, the plastic will isolate them. And then you can, you can buy a set of uh, plastic bolts that they use, that they use to put uh, toilet seats on toilets. And you drill a hole the size of the clearance for the plastic bolt and run the plastic bolt through the two brackets uh, so it'll hold your little plastic spacer in between. And then just take your two battery clamps and put one on each of the the two L's. Put a little, like maybe two tablespoons of salt in any kind of water you can get your hands on. And then put your feet in there and just leave your feet at a slight angle. You'll feel a little bit of tingling right at the water level around your ankles. Oh, okay. and, and you will pull stuff out, I mean, big time. When I'm done doing a half-hour ion detox, there's a layer of black about a half-inch thick on the bottom. You're going to see some rust color from the natural 
ion electroplating process, but uh, that rust color is just what will happen whether you put your feet in there or not. But the other stuff that's going to come out, uh, it's amazing what it pulls out. When I pour that down the toilet, I actually have to flush the toilet twice before all the black is gone. I mean, it's, it's black like carbon. If you do that and work yourself up to five to 15,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day, um, which is something that you do over a period of time, and you don't take it all at once, you take, you know, one or 2,000 milligrams a few times throughout the day. If you don't get diarrhea, keep adding more each day. If you get diarrhea, back off. Let your body get used to assimilating it and work yourself up to at least 10,000 milligrams a day. Um, if, if you're really serious about doing these purges to get rid of heavy metals and free radicals to help yourself, um, if it is related to, you know, since you're showing, showing electrosensitivity symptoms, um, you're probably going to benefit from doing these two things. And so at the point you get diarrhea, it's just a, say, back off a little bit and build your dosage up slowly and do your best to get to where you're taking 10,000 milligrams a day. You can buy 2.2 pounds of powdered, uh, what is it, sodium ascorbate, uh, which is a good source mm -hmm. of vitamin C. The brand is Probiotics, and it's called Electro-C. It's a 2.2-pound jar for 30 or $35 on Amazon or Vitacost or Swanson's, any of those kind of companies. That's what I have to share with you. That's, uh, I was wondering, has anybody tried any of the scalar wave machines and noticed any difference? Tried what now? The scalar wave machines. You know, actually, I don't have anybody who's uh, reported to do that. No, I don't. I'd like to try because their site, Q-Wave, kind of touts a lot of uh, the whole being able to repel a lot of the V2K and a lot of the electromagnetic. They, they do, but, I mean, I know an engineer that bought one of those three or four years ago, and he said it worked for about two weeks, and then it didn't work. And uh, there were many people, or a fair amount of people, on the FFCHS calls that had reported the same thing, that they they got benefit wow. for a few days or a few weeks. So, you know, I feel irritated that they would over-advertise, um, you know, that it would draw TIs to want to come and buy it when it's only going to work for X amount of time. So we we have a few people working on some frequency generators that I'm excited to see how the, oh, build the field tests go. Yeah, that's unless what it's really working like and they change and switch something. Well, see, this is the thing. I mean, one of the experiments that we did was uh, to set up a frequency generator and put it on a coil, so we would be using the magnetic field and then set it below 3 milligauss so that it wouldn't be harmful to the person to wear a small unit, and then made a bigger unit uh, to use at night that would do the bedroom, 
and be able to adjust it to where it was just below three milligauss and then hooked it up to an MP3 player so that it would be putting out uh-huh. random frequencies. And so, you know, you got 2,000 songs stuck in your little MP3 player, and and it would be random enough that our hope was that it, that it would be random enough that they wouldn't, you know, the supercomputer wouldn't go, oh, that's, you know, Jimi Hendrix all along the watchtower, and then the <laughs> frequency match up to it. And I'm sorry. So that it... So that it, I used to try to sleep with a headset on for a while, and I wake up and they're gonna turn it slowly off down. I don't know how in the world. So that let me know people don't always have to be in your house. They can use some weapons yeah, to make noise. Uh, they make noise all through my kitchen and everything. Yeah, it took me time to realize that's not anybody outside throwing any rock. Hell, they don't use that frequency. Oh, I hate something, though. What if they had this done to them? Hello? Yeah. Hello, Neil. Justice is coming. True justice is coming. It is. Uh, Hello, Neil? Yeah. Oh, this is Kiko out in California. Hi, Kiko. How are you? Oh, fine. I just wanted to uh, add a comment about the uh, Q-Way products. Um, I have some, and... um, uh, like everyone else, I, I tried it for a while, and then it didn't work. But uh, I just wanted to mention they have a 30-day uh, refund trial period. So if the person wants to try it, he can get a, ref- a full refund if it doesn't work. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, they have different products now, and so um, it might work, <laughs> but then it might not, you know, the people around me. They just vamp up whatever they're using, and that's why it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah, or or change frequencies. So this was the big problem that that we saw we were running up against was if you played a frequency that would neutralize what they were playing, um, that they would change their frequency, and so then whatever you were using, you would have to change to adapt to what they did. And Robert Duncan just said, well, your signal processor wouldn't be able to sense the incoming frequency and then play a phase cancel frequency uh, every time it changed as fast as theirs would. He said it would would cost too much. Um, Can I ask a question? Um, I have a similar situation uh, like the gentleman uh, in that I I get... uh, uh, frequencies uh, that come through the window, and I get uh, uh, hit in the uh, knee and the uh, thumb and things like this. Now, what I've and then whatever they're doing, um, they have something um, on my computer mouse and the computer screen and my DVR screen and whatnot. I mean, my hands get really um, hurtful, and my feet get hurtful after a while. And I I measured it on the trimeter. I mean, um, uh, and the needle now goes all the way to the top on the trimeter on the electrical setting. Uh, and I just ow that, and then I'm sweating. So I have to put the the velocet or whatever over the screen <laughs> and type my thing, and then pick yeah. over the top, and then get away from it and just put it on print and whatnot. Um, and I I did put uh, a ground. But I don't know how long it's going to last because every time I try to do something, then they sabotage the ground. 
So my question at this point is, do I just keep making uh, holes all over my yard, you know, make another ground hole, or is there something else that I should do? And I know there's other things that are going on. It's not just straight uh, ground. I know there's dirty electricity. Uh, there, I haven't really looked. I'm, it might be a miser. It might be a laser. It does go through, um, not all at once, but it will go through some of the velis, I mean, the link stat as well. I have to protect the link stat as well and strategic, uh, strategically do things. I, I don't know. And uh, there's more. There's more delivery systems out there than I can manage. There's more like eight uh, properties now and it gets really hot i mean here i mean uh so i any suggestions i mean are I, you I, using I, wi-fi or cordless mouse or anything cordless phones um uh okay i did have one uh eco electrician but he doesn't know anything about ti situations and such but he he did help me to get rid of the wi-fi because i i by so he reduced the Wi-Fi thing by 3,000 times. It was coming from my router from AT&T. So we asked uh, AT&T to turn off the, route, uh, the Wi-Fi and leave the connection to Internet. And now the acoustic meter is just, just quiet. So, I mean, we did that. And then uh, my husband has uh, the coordinates phone. And we just put, you know, we just don't use it that much or whatever. Um, but still, uh, there's got to be something else. Well, it's it true. Believe me, we've done all these things, too, and I'm sitting in front of the computer, and they're burning my face, and I look in the mirror, and my face is red, and, of course, I'm sweating, and okay. I know that I, mm-hmm. I've got Well, as long as it's, uh, oh, I hate to hear this, but, I mean, uh, parkour. I mean, as long as I'm not <laughs> toasting away unusually, um, well, no. I, I can you, handle it. You want to protect yourself in any way, and, and since you've run an external ground rod, uh, you're probably getting good at it, and all I can tell you is that a little bit of inside information told me that how elaborate the engineers set up grounding systems for military applications. Uh-huh. Uh, Barry Trower said it's not as simple as you think, but what I have at this point that using an inductive amplifier uh, based on what they said at Stop Abductions that used the Velostat or Linkstat to make hats, people were, were reporting that they were hearing a buzzing while they were wearing the hats. Uh-huh. Obviously, you don't want Velostat touching your skin or Linkstat, uh, so you've got a liner in between it, but that wasn't enough. And so having a mattress with springs and a box spring with springs, I decided to follow their advice. And he said, run two ground wires to your hat. So anything that you have links stat-wise, especially where you sleep or where you're working, if you get a TENS unit pad and get some cable TV wire from uh-huh. Home Depot uh-huh. yeah. and strip back the wire, you'll see that on the outside is the black insulation. Then there's uh, a layer of braided silver-colored wire. Uh-huh. You're gonna, and then there's a layer of foil, and then there's a layer of Teflon, and then uh-huh. inside is a bare copper wire. What what I'm doing next, um, because an insulated battery cable-sized wire hooked up to Linkstat and the mattress springs. Uh, my inductive amplifier was screaming, so it was measuring the field. 
out of the air. I have a feeling that it's either coming up through the earth or the planes that were flying over while I was putting the ground rod in were getting the coordinates to give to drones and satellites. Uh, just an intuitive feeling. I have no proof of that. But at any rate, I decided, well, what if you shielded it? And so mm -hmm. talking with a few people and what Levi said about shielding the smart meter by putting uh -huh. a fine stainless or aluminum screen over the top or just plain aluminum flashing and then uh, hooking a wire on there and then using the coax wire that you hook the center wire that's inside the Teflon up to one ground rod and then uh, you <clears throat> undo the braiding on the outside which would normally be the ground uh, on the end that goes to the ground rod, you would take like a, a needle and undo the braiding so that you end up with a wad of wire that you can twist together and then take a wire nut or some tape or whatever you have, solder, and hook a wire to that and make it four to six feet long and then run another ground rod four to six feet away from the one that the center wire is hooked up to. Okay, and you're going to do that just on the ground rod end. On the other end that you would hook to a Linkstat uh, or TENS unit pad, which is made from Linkstat, you can just hook up just the center wire to the Linkstat pad or TENS unit pad and stick it onto your Linkstat, hook it up to your mattress springs, um, and another, hopefully I'm making this clear because I want to see more people doing this. We've got to do something about safe grounding. Uh, the, yeah. the, the theory is that the outside braided wire and the aluminum foil next to it is shielding the center lead, which is inside Teflon, which is also shielding. By hooking up that outside braided wire to a second ground rod, um, but not hooking up the braided wire to anything on the end that's inside your house, anything that hits the insulation goes through it, gets to the braided wire and the aluminum foil layer, which are touching each other, um, will just go to the second ground rod and the center wire will go to the first ground rod. And I have a feeling that the bleed-off that it will perform is going to be superior um, to just using coax and only using the center wire. Okay, well, I think you have this recorded, right? <laughs> yeah, you have to I do. It. Yeah, I'm trying to make play, it. Listen to it a couple of times. Um, thank you. But um, also, I did, uh, well, they said... The utility company did say that they hauled off the uh, smart meter, but um, that's I don't know about that. And then um, just one last question. Is there another connection set uh, below the smart meters? Because uh, I think Mr. Bennett was talking about something about make sure that those connections, which are the real connections to the house, that those connections have not been loosened. Because if, you, if those connections are loose, it will cause surges and things to the house. Yeah, that, that's the the ground rod for the power system, and this has been reported to me too many times. Yes. Gra grab a shovel or a spade if you don't see a ground rod. You'll usually see either bare wire, copper, 
coming out just under the meter, or you'll see a piece of uh, electrical conduit or PVC. It might be painted, but just basically a pipe, and, and follow that pipe. It'll be the one that's going down towards the earth, uh-huh. and right there will be the ground rod. And what people are reporting all too often is that that wire is loosened. And yeah. the reason is because then that way they're using the neutral ground, which is tied mm-hmm. together in your electrical system. So the dirty electric is coming through the neutral from the power company's transformer. Yeah. Uh, but but by not having that ground wire secured to the ground, it's not bleeding off. It's saturating That's in your true. house. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I see a lot of uh, cell phone uh, people in cars. They they try. I think they aim for that area, and there is something over there. So, I, you know, I have my suspicions. So that's why I wanted to ask. I didn't mean to take so much time. No, it's <laughs> all right. This is these are good questions. And and one last thing, uh, based on when I'm sitting here in front of the computer, on the phone or not, and I get restless leg syndrome so bad. Yeah. So I'm sitting there twitching my legs, and, you know, it's like you're used to being a nervous wreck because you're under constant attack. But mm-hmm. uh, two things that I've done that made a difference, I had a little footstool, and I put a couple of layers of Linkstat under the footstool, and then I did a no-no that I would never tell anybody to do, but because it's not touching me or wrapped around me, I just ran a wire off of a TENS unit pad, stuck to the Linkstat, and put it in that third prong grounded right to the house power. Now, what's uh-huh. interesting is, uh, you know, like a regular desk chair, and it's got the legs down on the bottom with the wheels on it. Uh-huh. Well, I'll usually just put my feet down there because it's comfortable. Then I get the restless leg thing. Uh-huh. As soon as I take my feet off of the chair and and put it up on this Naugahyde-covered little footstool with the link stat underneath it, run to ground, the restless leg stops instantly. So based on that, I I put eight layers of Linkstat in my shoes under the liner. Oh. So so it's not touching you. So there's some bad things coming up from the earth. It's not 7.83 anymore anyway. Uh, With with the underground military bases and all that, and scalar, as we were talking about earlier, just going through everything and, and some of the radar stuff, which I haven't studied enough to say anything about, except it's a bigger threat than, than I knew. Uh, um, it, one last question. What, what meter should I use to, to measure the electricity? I mean, I don't know if it's electricity or amps. What would I be measuring near the computer? Because my trimeter is all the way up to the top, and I don't think that's yeah. a real accurate. If you could get, if you could get the EX85 Cornet, C-O-R-N-E-T. Well, is it EX? What is it? It's EX85S. I think oh, okay, it is. okay, a Cornet, okay. Yeah, the Cornet, and it's just uh-huh. C-O-R-N-E-T, and that meter does Tesla, Gauss, and one other thing. It's not going to give you frequencies, but it's going to give you intensity. It also has a graph, and on the side of the graph is green, 
uh, green, yellow, and red LEDs. So uh -huh. if it gets up into the yellow or red range, you're going, oh, not good. Oh, okay. Well, so that, you can that, measure that, magnetic that and electric field with that. It's really a great meter for, I can't remember if it was 130 or $200. I think you can find them for 130 on eBay from China. And, okay. you know, probably free shipping, and maybe it takes a few days longer, but it's it's a better price than getting them from the company out of Santa Clara Valley. Mm, okay. Well, um, thank you very much. And, I mean, sorry to take up the, the well, time no, at the end of your questions. show. <laughs> yeah, these were good questions. Yeah, and, and um, you? thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, go ahead. Neil, hi. This is James Lico. How are you doing today? Hey, James. Hi, Long time no here. Yeah, um yeah, it's good to hear your voice. Um I uh I'm on here sometimes I I monitor usually. Yeah, I've but I I heard you say oh go ahead. No, I, I said I've seen you once in a while there and just never heard you talk. Yeah, I just usually monitor and um uh, laziness I guess. But um I heard you saying something about restless leg syndrome and I get that quite a bit, but I've, I've done some research into that, and um, I've come up with the fact that, with, and I'm pretty sure about this. Um, yeah, it is um, some kind of wave that comes, like you said, and hits your legs. And I can I can actually hear it. It sounds like a like a plane kind of, and it goes that kind of thing. It goes. It's like a sinusoidal wave going back up and back down, and I can hear it when it gets to the same spot where my legs tensed up before, they tense up again. But then I also figured out that it's chemicals, and um, after I take a shower, it, you know, it, at some point, at one point the house was clean, but then they got chemicals inside of it because they break in and um, they get these chemicals all over your body, mm -hmm. and it makes your skin more conductive. And the way I proved this to myself was uh, I put I put uh, aluminum foil like on my uh, on my shoulder or on my crotch. They like to get it there on my on my crotch. <laughs> and it, I know it sounds crazy, and and this stuff is flying through the air. They'll give you a shower with it. Um, if you look up um, chemical vapor deposition, it's an off-the-shelf industrial process that can um, invisibly, apparently, I mean, you know, to a person, put, right. put um, chemicals in a vapor form or maybe ionized form on your body and right through that um, aluminum foil. And you won't hear it, you won't see it, but sure enough, there's holes in the aluminum foil. If you have it on your head, if you have it on your shoulder, if you have it on your chest, used to be they didn't they didn't modify their behavior. They kept, you know, hammering you with it, no matter what you did, like if you had the foil or not. But now I found that they actually notice that you have foil, and they'll stop for a while until you don't have it anymore to make you think, you know, it's kind of a psyops to make you think that it's not How, how do you that. think the holes in the foil were happening? Well, it's it's um these 
these chemicals are made into like a, um, or not made, they're ionized into a nano or micro yeah. size. And they will go right through the foil because they're traveling at a speed that I guess breaks the foil. They won't go through maybe three layers of it, but they will go through one or two. And I found that a certain level of, um, like that Velostat, if you have that Velostat, it won't go through that. It will sound like rain hitting it if there's enough of it, uh-huh. but it won't go through that. And oh. uh, and I also did the opposite. I, I put it on, instead of putting it on my body, I put it on um, where I thought it was coming from. Based on and it's all it's all trajectory like line of sight. It's very very um, line Great of sight, shot. like a, like a gun bullet. And um, so I put it on where I thought it was. It's like chemicals that are on the wall, and it's like they put it on. It's like dribbles down and dries. So I put it on there, and sure enough, yeah, it's coming from the those spots, and and it has to come line of sight. And it's not going to go around corners. It's not going to bounce off things. They can place it somewhere else and then make it come from there. But um, anyway, that that's it. Bound. I have a, a a write-up, an article on it. If you want to see it, I haven't redone it for a while. But, Did you ever you uh, take a multimeter out and see if you measure dielectric electricity from that process that's putting the holes in the foil? Um. Well, that's a good point. Um, I guess when they have enough of this stuff on you, and I can feel it on myself, it's it it, it feels like this stuff is really conducting in in one spot or another. And they like to get it on my uh, on my scrotum for some reason, and I believe the reason for that is that they get the current going through your body core from you know from your head down through and um, depending on where they want it it's not you know I don't think it's all that scientific it's just to keep you electrified with it so they can right. do their yeah. experience. Them as you guys, no. I just interrupt but I just thought of something when you said to the scrotum up it, uh, it you know it's some kind of surgery they give you they use a stench or the heart and they go through the lower body to get to the heart Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. Affect the well. I think they're trying to affect all our hearts. My oh, my, case, my liver. They messing. I don't even drink, and they just. My doctor even asked me, "Do you drink?" Yeah, me go oh, and take a yeah. test. You're thinking of like oh, a, a angioplasty, where they go up through there to get to the heart and open it up. They balloon oh. up the arteries. Well, it may be an electrical run, but there's also uh, implants on the implant map using the um, pubic bone. And, of course, some people are reporting sexual frustration, and they can irritate you and make you have sexual desire in times when it probably wouldn't just be normal, you know, body function. Oh, yeah, they can do any of that. This thing is very sophisticated. Well, it is. I mean, it no, the, the, the point on the um, oh, this is Charles. The point on the that he, you're questioning about the hole in the aluminum might have something to do with the uh, resistance attacks that they were giving me. Like there were uh, any kind of screw that I was trying to unscrew, or a 
pop uh, or top on a pop, they would uh, target that expanded. I'm assuming with heat, and then it would be it would take all my strength for a power tool, and it would still be very difficult. Like they were uh, uh, in dealing with metals, and maybe it has something to do with how they made that hole in the aluminum. Yeah, Sumaya, do you have any input on this, on the chemicals and conductive stuff? Any observations? Are you there? Oh, it looks like she dropped off. Was here a minute ago. I'd like to ask a question real quick to everybody, so get ready to hit star eight. Okay, let's see. The question is... How many people find that when they touch a light switch, the light bulb has blown? If that's happened to you, hit star 8 on your phone. When you touch the light switch to turn it on or off and the bulb pops, oh boy, the room's filling up with star 8. Round of them. Okay. Um, now go ahead and hit. You're unmuted, James. Go ahead and hit star eight if you'd like to be unmuted to be involved in this conversation. And I'll just unmute everybody who did hit star eight. And if you don't need to talk, just hit your star six so you're not making noise. Go ahead, James. Uh, there oh, okay. A good amount it, of people. It has to be a couple. When I uh, I was using electronic equipment one time, a light that I was going to shine up in the air and try to find a drone that was above me, and another time I think I was using a portable air pump to try and fill my tire with air because they had flattened it. And each time it seemed like they either made a surge or somehow just shorted out my electrical the the circuit where I was where the thing was um, like yeah. uh, the um, the um, cigar lighter was that's what I was using in in a car. Oh oh. Sometimes this happened, and they they shorted it out, and it was so shorted that I tried to plug something in, and it actually went to ground instead of going to positive, because it was shorting out. Uh, th- Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.